Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Uh, well, there'll be a regular show next Tuesday, um, which which you don't really need to listen to because I won't be here. So. We need Eric for that. We, we usually direct that to the travel more culture oh, travel I'll fill department. Oh, you're a foodie. You're a little travel. bit of a foodie, aren't you? Snob when I want to be. They're not sports guys. These are news guys. No, I, really. I, I just thought it was. I tell. Yeah. He's faced the nation. I did hurdling and track. I ate poop once and tripped right over. That was embarrassing, and I sprained my wrist, but. I almost had it. Almost doesn't count. Your point about the tight ends is unarguable. Inarguable? Not argue? Either way, you can't argue about it. Word, right? Words are hard. Do you like raisins? How do you feel about a date? Ah. Ah. I do like that, and uh, I've been desalted many times in my life, so yeah, that brought it, brought it full circle. This is Patriots Unfiltered. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium. And it's Deuce, it's Alex, it's Paul, it's me, and Matisse in the booth. It's almost the yeah. weekend, Fred. Oh. Yeah. Almost time for the weekend. I know. The weekend, the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. The guy. The guy. Yeah. Setting up right outside yeah. our office right now. Yeah. Dressing room right there. Can't, can't go to the yeah. bathroom during the show, so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if, like, when did he decide to call himself the weekend? Because it's kind of clever marketing. Yeah, I was wondering that when I saw it. And what happened to the E and N? Like, why is it weekend? Like, I figured people all already knew all that stuff and i was just yeah. like being you know, yeah. the old there white guy that doesn't I know any of these I things know. there's gotta be some kind of story it's, it's like a twitter meme you know you have the uh craig from james bond on saturday Night live when he said ladies and gentlemen the weekend all, all and the time. everybody posts that on friday yeah you know yeah yeah well strangely enough the weekend is not playing on the weekend here he's playing on thursday night so right enjoy the concert if you're going it's gonna be hot be safe bring water is it just Hydra- one night? Hydrate. One night so. only? I think so. I think, yeah. I think so, right? Yeah. Uh. Tees was excited about the opener, though. Tees, was, who was that? I can't talk into the you mic. You have to talk into the mic. <laughs> he doesn't know how, to, doesn't do know how to do it. <laughs> we, don't, we haven't shown him that yet purposely. Just mouth the words through the glass. <laughs> we'll try to figure it out. It's some random out. indie band name. I don't think we'll ever get it. <laughs> Not Haim. No. Oh, jeez. I saw Haim opened up for um, Taylor Swift. Oh, now see, I would see yeah, that. That was there. good. They're good. I would. I would yeah. do that. I know DJ Bean, that guy. He loves he loves him some time. Yeah. Girls from the Valley out in LA. Oh yeah? Yeah. 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 Never even heard of it. Anyway. Um, them sisters. We yeah. are now less than a week away from the first day of public camp. Wow. Yeah. Thank God. And I'm not ready. No? I I'm well, swamped. If you're not ready. Uh, <laughs> I'm swamped. Who is? Well. Well, I just found out that they put us on the blue level for the our radio spot. They switched us? Yeah, I don't know why. And so I want hard. somebody to scout that out because EEI and 98.5 are going to be there, too, on the red level. So why are we on the blue level? Stacey, so the conversation I had with you yesterday, evidently, was... Yeah. Stacy said, well, I assumed you didn't want to be by the other radio stations. I'm like, I want to be at the best spot. I specific... Yeah, so... Is red the top one? Yeah. Right. Serenity so, now! So I, <laughs> I, I, I think... It's too high. Uh, Matisse, you can just shake your head. Is Chris going to go up and check that out? Okay. So I have someone scouting it out, and if it's not as good or well, it's higher. It's going to be the same vantage point, but it's higher. Oh, it's it's around the corner though, isn't it? Like, well, you can go wherever you want. All right, I don't know. It is higher though. Yeah, we don't need to be that high. I high. thought they. It's I mean, I thought there was a reason that they asked us, <laughs> and we said the red level. Right. It's really far. Anyway, I got the big binos. I don't care. So there's a lot going on here. I gotta a get some go- on Amazon. I saw a purple param. Get good ones. Really Make the investment. Be better. Yeah. yeah. Get those binocs. 
You're going to need them. It, I, I have to use them. Yeah. You know? I just asked Deuce who that was. Because <laughs> it worked well for me for 23 I'm, years. I'm, during the game, I'm looking down this computer screen, which is one uh. set of eyes. And then when I look up, if I don't have the binoculars, I can't see a thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, especially on a camp where it's all spread out and, you know, there's random people on the sidelines. Who's that? John Bon Jovi. Right. Those kind of people you show gotta, up. You got to zoom in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll zoom in. That's why I just asked Deuce. <laughs> Who was that? Who you got? Can you see the logo on that college football guy's uh, shirt? Yeah. Like, uh, say, oh, so-and-so was Kent a guest State. today. Kent State. Yeah. So what, do you, what are we doing? What, what's, what's, what's the news? I feel like there's, you know – the, the NFL news? news is starting to perk up. Yeah. You know, we're getting some movement, transactions. Some re- report. Well, so I we have the rookies are, are reporting. Quarterbacks are reporting today. Yep. Um, they signed a, a, a USFL guy, yeah, too. That, that Jeremiah was, that Farms, was I was trying to come up with. Someone wrote in last week, I think it was, asking about or giving some scouting reports on the, some USFL teams. I didn't really I, – I didn't know where to start to try to say who they might sign. But, uh, but they did sign this, this one guy who I guess is, um, you know, a little bit of an interior – defensive lineman I, I don't know I mean I, I would it would still make more sense to me to get like an edge guy but I don't know they've just got a lot of bodies there on the inside now and and yeah we'll see how he he kind of stacks up I wonder if maybe that has to do with Byron Cowart he's he's a guy that's probably he might guess been hurt for a while it's a camp body um yeah. you know if you have a like a veteran that you sign at this time of year you know like the Bucks signed Kyle Rudolph that's a big signing right so he'll probably have a, a, an opportunity to be in the mix and, you know, everybody around here has tied Trey Flowers to the Patriots. He's still unsigned. Right. If he would, were to sign sometime between now and camp or whatever, or even after camp starts, he'll have every opportunity to make the team. He's an established player. Right. You know, this Farms. Farms. Farmsworth. Farmer. Um, you know, I, he's, Farmsworth. he provides depth at camp. Yeah. You yeah. need those guys. I mean, those you guys do. provide. You need 90 yeah, guys. They, they provide a service. You need, you need the guys to be able to run the drills and – Mike is right. It's probably an indication that somebody won't be ready when when camp does open. And Byron Cowart, we haven't really seen in two years. Yeah, but they still have a few spots too. I think right now they're I think at eighty six, so they still got a few spots to work with. I, I mean, I think that's kind of interesting that because I don't even think last year they ever really. They, fully I don't think they ever had ninety. Yeah. Oh really? Last year, I, I if if I remember that correctly i might be mistaken that with the different I think, year i know i think you're right and i mean i also don't think that they filled the practice squad completely for good chunks of last yeah. year because you well. don't i mean i don't know about the practice squad i think there's probably a need for that but you don't need 90 guys at camp yeah yeah you know like you can you can get by especially yeah. when you're dealing with guys that you yeah you know who, yeah who's got a shot and who it's crazy like when they have that many guys um in the locker room they have to add lockers, obviously, because yeah. they don't have 90 lockers. So right. they put these metal lockers yeah. down the middle of the locker room. It makes it for a crowded, a crowded space. Yeah. I, well, even I remember, I remember there being some extra spots my first year. Well, I mean, but we haven't been in, in the locker room since. So I wonder if they, they probably spread out more, I would guess, during COVID, like using other locker rooms and stuff. Maybe yeah, I think they did. Maybe that carries over. I think they had spaces between each guy, and I think they expanded into the visiting locker room maybe yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it looked like, uh, looked like the rookies were all maybe doing their conditioning tests. We saw the video on, on Patriots.com that they posted, so they were out there 
Cole well, Strange rocking the mustache. They were definitely doing sprints. Yeah. They looked that one clip of them running across. It, yeah. They just looked gassed. It was, was so like, hot. Oh, and like it's so like hot. I tough mean, day it, to do it. Everybody's experienced it in the, in the United States now. So yeah. it's actually not as hot here as it is some places. Like Oklahoma's like 110. Yeah. Well, this um, is this today's the kind of the hottest day. I mean, even yeah. just sitting in here, I feel kind of great. That's in England, so it's so hot that. They just yeah. don't even the fires and stuff in yeah. Europe right now in Greece and Portugal. It's crazy. Yeah, the world's just so down. Belichick is probably like good, good. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I mean, especially with I mean, we've talked plenty about Miami and and going to Vegas to practice. I mean, there's going to be a lot of hot practices for these guys. We'll see if it makes a difference in in Miami and and you know pays off if you know extensive practice and that does prepare you for it or if it's just I just feel like the first game of the season, no matter what. You're not ready. Like, I, I mean, I, I find it very hard to think that you could practice enough, especially with the break you have from that third preseason game now where you have two weeks, basically. No, and, you're never and, in game and, shape. And no, no starter plays a whole game in preseason. Right. So the first time you do that is in the regular season, you know? Like, so like you said, you're really not ready. The, the, I just I don't see how you could possibly be in shape unless it was, you know, week four and you've had four weeks, three weeks of games and you played a bunch, but... It's just no matter how much you want to go through an NFL practice in the heat, great, but it's just not the same. And, and it, I think it, you know, like Ted Harper is our nutritionist. To me, this is his toughest time of the year because guys come in and, you know, different guys need different things. Linemen, right, have to keep weight on during this time of year because they lose probably six, seven pounds a day, if not more. So they're putting on calories, you know, while keeping hydrated, while a guy like Thornton, pooh. You know, his risk could get even smaller. I mean, <laughs> right, right, but like, away. you know, so it's like maintaining yeah. guys' football weight and condition is tough this yeah. time of year. And Man. they all have like an individualized plans for a lot of them. absolutely the work that goes in to downstairs. The nutrition is it's really really cool. Yeah, I would say it's a lot of pressure. You know, yeah, I yeah. mean, I, but it's like how do you how do you how do you grade it? You know, like how do you say wow. Ted did a bad job. Like this guy's losing a lot of too much weight. I mean, I guess that would be it, right? Yeah, like, it's because they weigh these guys probably every day during camp. Stay around, you know. But a guy like Trent Brown, it's like, how right. do you? It's how up many to the calories player to Trent follow Brown the plan. Yeah. Like, yeah, the plan's not going to be flawed. But yeah. what if I follow the plan and it doesn't work, or you know? But like that, that then you didn't follow the plan. Is my point? Wh- why? Because uh, what Alex said, like they all have individual plans. No, I know, but like, if they but what if I out. what yeah. if I gave Paul Perillo the wrong plan? I, I think that's hard to imagine. Okay. I, no, I'm, people are I'm serious. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I was just imagining what the Paul Perillo plan. I just like, <laughs> and, I, and, and you, and you <laughs> wonder. Diet Pepsi and cheeseburgers. And, and, and you wonder, like, is Ted Harper, you know, spending as much time thinking about guy number 90 yeah. as he does, you know, the guys that are definitely going to be here? I'm sure like, the guys with, like, contract incentives oh to yeah, lose or point. gain weight yeah. probably would get priority. <laughs> Trent Brown, he must be all, all like, that's all he's thinking about all offseason. Like, I wish. Keep Brown. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. But the, the thing that, about when you said that this is probably a stressful time for him, I agree. But I was more thinking of it's the only time of year, really, that they're away from, you know, when once the spring stuff ends, yeah. there's like four or five weeks for most of the players that they're on their own. And like, who knows how they come back? Yeah. That would be the stressful thing for me. It's like that old story that Will McDonough used to tell right. about Bill. Yeah. He was golfing with Belichick once, and 
Bill's up on the first tee getting ready to take his shot. And he just, like, backs away. And he's, like, starts mumbling, swearing to himself. And Will's like, what's the, what's the matter? And he's like, you never know what these guys are doing. You never <laughs> know the trouble. Like That's what he was thinking about while he was like, He's like, no matter what it's you like, tell him, no they're going to get tell him. And Will's like, if you can't, <laughs> if you can't handle that, you're never going to. This is when he was the head coach at Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. He's like, yeah. you never know what these guys are doing once they leave the facility. <laughs> he couldn't even you tee know? off. I know, he was well, so worried I mean, about it. That's supposed to be the time where all right, I'm going to put my troubles right. aside for a little bit and enjoy yeah. this game. Right. I'm still thinking about what are those dumbasses going to be doing out there right, right. now? Like that's like what's grinding on. <laughs> it's them, like right? it's <laughs> like it's like having your kid. In yeah. high school, oh, with his driver's right. license, times fifty three. Like I know it sounds you like know? Paul's story these yeah. days of, of, of the stress. Of yeah, time, every time they go out at night, you're like, oh, they're going to just a party be, and marble. be smart, be smart, <laughs> be smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what you're doing with every guy, you know. Yeah, and and, and how, how do you know where you want guys to be? I know a lot of times players say, oh, they want me to be at this weight. You know, how do you balance having enough weight and mass and strength to do? what position you're playing but also being quick now being, that's where i think weight. mistakes can come yeah exactly yeah. the way mike just let's just say they say um you know taekwon thornton we really think 185 is the ideal weight for him mm -hmm. and then at 185 he can't perform the way he right. felt like he could They're right that's where it could be a mistake I feel, yeah like, well it's about it's about giving them food and meal plans that aren't going to slow them down but put on bulk and also give them energy like it's not right like, oh let's fill him up on french fries and oh no no, no no you wouldn't do that especially with the the skill guys but what i'm saying is what if your plan works you get him where you want and that's not he's what just was not best. comfortable there that wasn't best for the player right that, that's where i would well, say well and uh -oh. and you know like johnny parker is a legendary strength and conditioning coach for johnny us parker. He, you know he was under parcells and he, he was in the league for years and he swore by squats he said that is the best weightlifting ex you know you got to do squats got to do squats and I remember when Gronkowski was here late, you know, as later in his career with the Patriots, you know, with the back and everything, Guerrero was telling him no more squats. Yeah. And the team was saying you got to do squats. And there was a there's friction there. I you know. know. And there and, and I think it was even Judon who said that they squat more here than than Baltimore or places oh, is that he had right? been before. He he mentioned squatting as being Yeah, that's something. why the Ravens always have a lot of injuries. They <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> don't squat. Oh, I would imagine yeah. like squats. If if you do squats and you don't stretch, oh, well also, after your, your, your hamstrings are to toast. Be strong enough. Like yeah. the muscles mm -hmm. around your lower spine oh, really yeah. need to be ready to do those motions. Obviously, I mean, I think these guys are, but like It's so true. I mean, I, you know, going into college when you have all of a sudden a strength program and you're I get to bring up snatch squats for a second show in a row, which is amazing. <laughs> snatch squats and, and you know, all the different kind of like explosive explosion stuff. Um, it's so new to you. And like in hindsight, I'm like, I was so inflexible. I like and I couldn't do squats like because my hips are so tight. I'd get down and I'd feel like I'm falling over forward, you know. So it's like these guys probably think of it you're not even ready to squat yet. You know, like it's that kind of plan of we need to first get your hips opened up and get you to be able to squat properly so you don't hurt yourself. Yeah. You know, whereas... I mean, I'm sure they have sleds in there, right? Like that's a really good way to practice deadlifting and squatting is just a weighted sled forward and backward. It's some of the best training you can yeah. get for all those muscles and then just really prepares you. Are you like a strength trainer or something? You seem to know a lot about this topic. I've said I this many times. She knows a lot about everything. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I really <laughs> bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah, I do. She's yeah. gonna like bust out pictures on her phone of like her like bodybuilding, like one yeah. of those like definitely not bodybuilding. <laughs> but uh, there's a really cool guy I follow that is kind of like his knees over toes guy. Yeah, he's sure. huge. I know. Yeah. And I know. Uh, 
he like fixed my knees with that damn sled. Really? And I don't know. I love nutrition. I love um, fitness. I don't know. I'm Portuguese. Like I look at bread and I gain 10 pounds and you know, being a girl in sports media, you, you got to take care of yourself. So. Do you do squats? Yeah. Okay. Not as much anymore, but uh, I do. Oh, you do squats on squats the toilet. Oh, I <laughs> thought you said shots. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I was going uh, there too. I actually, that was the only thing I could do, lifting. Was squats? I, I could squat with anybody, but I couldn't bench with yeah. anybody. I'd do squats and, you know, the I big thing was, you know, getting the three plates on, 325. Oh, yeah. That's and then, you know, you can't sit down yeah. on the toilet the, the next big day. Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> right. Underneath your butt. Like right. those hams, upper oh. hamstrings are just destroyed. You right. can't sit down or get up. Yeah. But the I, second I mean, day, with all too, the pitching, is the worst. With all the pitching I did, I did a lot of squats. In all seriousness. Yeah. yeah. Running and squats. Yeah. But I couldn't really Upper do body, it. forget couldn't it. Couldn't do anything else. Yeah. Pull up. I was the, the anti-Andy. Right. Andy couldn't do any squats. He had those little toothpicks for legs. That's right. But he walked around. Yeah. That's so much worse. No offense, Andy. But like the <laughs> oh, yeah. skip leg day guy. <laughs> oh. Oh, Andy, Andy was and a yeah. definite skip legs. leg day guy. Yeah. Now, now he runs a lot, so it's, it's, it's okay. But he's developed some. Some definition. I guess, um, not to sidetrack, but I will. Uh, I guess he's having some type of feud with his neighbor. Uh, I, I, oh. I've been yeah. hearing about this I'm a excited. Bit. I'm excited to hear about this. I want to talk to him at his camp His neighbor, like, plays music really loud or something like that. And I, I said to him, I, go, I thought you lived on 15 acres. I mean, like, why right. don't you have Evidently a buffer zone? It was some of the serfs on his, pro- on his property <laughs> uh, playing loud yeah. rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's got that going on. This guy has no idea what what he's what he stepped in. I, I don't no, think. and like leave it to Andy to just put it out on Twitter. Right. You know, oh yeah, like he immediately being, goes to Twitter. Yeah. Imagine just being his neighbor and thinking you're just chilling, like enjoying your music, yeah, and right. you don't know that like tens of thousands of people are <laughs> yeah, talking about you online. Your yeah. passive aggressive neighbor uh, is like tweeting and no, putting my, one my guess. <laughs> is, my guess is they've already had words. Oh sure. Yeah, my, oh, yeah, would be yeah. My guess too. My sure. guess is they've had words. Probably from a distance at loud volume. Like, yeah. oh, oh, like, <laughs> Andy said something snarky like, you know, maybe you can put it a little louder. You know, and then the guy says What? What? Yeah. And, you know. Well I watched two of my neighbors have that feud in front of my house probably like two or three weeks ago. My neighbors across the street get after it. It does like there's young kids there too. Like it, they'll just go till one in the morning. Really? Parties. Yeah, they they get after it. So Respect. the pr- the man behind them is like an old Ukrainian man, and he drove his car around to ask them to sh- turn the music lower, and they were screaming at each other, and it w- it was a whole thing. And I'm just watching out my window, like just snacking, noise pollution. Watching. Tell you, the loud music. Yeah, they were like ready to fight though. Like it was people are crazy. Not surprising. Not surprising. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I'm like I'm an old guy now, so like I'm like. You know, you got to respect other people when it comes to noise. I, of I course, agree. but you also have to pick and choose your battles. Yeah. Like, I want to lose my mind when they play music till 1 a.m. on a random Wednesday if it's, night. If it's yeah. all the time, I would say something. Uh, it's it's multiple times a week. But I, I'm just like, oh, I'm not trying to go out there and get, like, I live in Springfield. I, like, I'm not trying to just pick fights with random <laughs> If it's neighbors. once in a while, I can live with that. Yeah. You know, like some they had people over yeah, it yeah, went yeah. late or whatever, but it's not something that happens all the time. If it was every night, I, I would probably say something. Yeah. Um, Kids running around wild too. Yeah, yeah. Just the Kyle Mar- Kyler Murray. I was gonna say the Kyler Murray thing. Um that it looks like he is uh he's close to close signing to a deal. Signing a deal. Um hmm. make one of the the NFL's highest paid players, according to Ian, according wow. to the crap sheet. What do you think about that? Cardinals putting their money behind him. I, I, I think it's a tough one. It I is. I think so. 
the personality too that's kind of come out the last like year or so is kind of like giving me a little bit of the I mean, I was impressed with them early last season. They kind of they kind of had a hot streak and were playing yeah. well. With uh, the thing that would worry me is the last two years he seems to break down in the middle yeah. of the, you know middle to the latter part of the year. He can't he can't hold up over the full full season, and that would worry me. Yeah, I think he has ability, but that that would worry me. And from what I'm gathering, it looks like Deshaun Watson might get off a little easy. That seems like what's in the tea leaves a little. I've six, to, six to eight games. Maybe? I've heard everything. I've heard. He, he will get the whole year. I've heard it could be as little as two games, as much as eight games. I, I, I don't know. What well, I heard be. that the league came out and said they wanted to suspend him indefinitely to get that stance out there because it's not up to them. They have an independent arbiter, right. yeah. and if she comes out with a lesser uh, penalty, they, they want to have it known that, well, we wanted, but we wanted can, to be tougher. But they can change it. If she comes out with nothing, yeah. that's binding. But if she says four games and they think it should be eight, they can make okay. Goodell can make it eight. Okay, that's my understanding anyway. I don't know. Yeah, like that's the way that it's been explained to me. Yeah, but if, if I think it's Sue Robinson, Sue L. Robinson, right. something like that. Yeah, if she says, well, there's nothing here, and there's no suspension, I don't think there's anything the NFL can do about it. Wow. Huh. I don't think that's very likely. So they could get something. Okay, but her 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 penalty if she does think that's not binding. That's the way it was explained to she me. She decides okay. penalty or no penalty, and then if it's penalty, then it's fluid. Then they can, and they yeah, can then Goodell can say, well, he needs more than that. Like, that, like I saw um, Florio, I think, wrote a couple of days ago that they're expecting somewhere between two and eight games, which to me was kind of a big gap. Yeah. It's like when you know when the snowstorm, you know, two to eight <laughs> inches. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. right. You know, one is snowblower. One, the I, other one I need a broom, the other I need a snowblower. Right. Um, or a snow gel. Or a snow gel, which I yeah. still have not <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> uh, can I ask a quick? Uh, go back to the noise thing for a second. What is noise. the what is the statute of limitations as a as a homeowner on the weekend for doing yard work with lawnmower slash trimmers okay. slash Saturday noise. eight, eight Sunday eight, nine eight really? Yeah, that's kind of what I go by. That's yeah. early. Yeah, that feels early. I'm always so conscious of it. And I don't really even have close neighbors, but I just I, like, I really hope I'm not waking anybody. I up always right err on the side of caution <laughs> the whole time I'm doing. But it. I, that's. <laughs> Is that something similar for you? Yeah, and if they don't like it, then you can come at noon and do it yourself. Yeah, you know, especially yeah. like at this time of yeah. year when there's a difference between eight and twelve. Yeah, when you're doing yard work. Oh yeah. If you're still in bed at nine a.m. and it's not because of like you work crazy hours. Yeah, if you like, work third you, shift, you grow or whatever. Up. Yeah. Yeah. grow up. You and can't that, complain. Yeah, and that's that. why one of my neighbors might, and he also has a teenage daughter who I'm like, this that girl could be sleeping until. 10, 11 o'clock. Well, I don't really care. My kids are in bed still. My kids are in bed too, but I don't really care about that. That's go right under their window. Just, yeah, it's got work to do. Tough. Yeah. The only thing I always do is when my kids are out back with their friends and they're in the pool and they have the music on, I don't care if it's a little loud, but it, it needs to be censored. Reasonable volume. Yeah. I don't want loud stuff. My neighbors don't need to be hearing your stuff. Right. That's loud. Because that could bother people. Yeah. You know, that could be offensive to people. Yep. 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 There's always one kid. It's always making it louder. Colin. Always turning it up with his phone. Killing me. You always get, you know, because you can just change the volume with the the speaker. Yeah, it's called Bluetooth. Yeah. Yeah. There's always one kid. Yeah. Colin. Always making it louder. Like, how many times I got to come out here? Yeah. (laughs) Just call the cops on your kids one day and have the, like just but it's n- not my kids. Make That's sure the worst like part. the co- make sure it's a joke yeah, and like yeah, just yeah. to scare them. Yeah, they're really strippers now. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one time I I, I let 
I let my kid have the post prom party. I lay in bed at four in the morning. Please make it stop. Please make it stop. Please make it stop. Oh, there'll, God. Be, there'll be none of that at the oh, pro house. Yeah. You guys are such a harbinger of what I got coming down the pipeline with, with your boys and all the worries that oh. you guys have. And now I'm like, oh, God, I don't, I don't want to deal with all this driving oh, to parties wait. and everything. Mm, oh, yeah. Looking forward to wait. that stuff. You come home. Mm-hmm. We were running through the woods to the rail, and the cops were out. Oh God! Please, yeah. like, you know, what I, are you doing? My first, que- my first question every time is, "What would make you think I wanted to know that?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's the one thing about my kid is he tell you everything. That's the same with Will. Yeah. He's like the town crier. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes, especially with your mother, yeah. there are things that she doesn't need to know. Yeah. But yeah. he tells her everything. Oh yeah. yeah. Five more years, so he's he's locked up as a cardinal for six. Six more well, that's, I mean, when I said, you know, about the, how that's tough, that's a tough one. You got to do it. Right. This is what the yeah, like Patriots what are probably going to be option? facing yeah. uh, at this time in two years. Yep. You know, after the 23 season, they're going to have to do something like this. Yep. And I, I think you could look at it like Baker Mayfield and say, well, he's not the guy we want to invest in, but what do we have that's better? And if there's a situation – like was available for Cleveland this year where you have a guy that's clearly better that you can acquire, then you do it. But otherwise, I think you have to re-up these guys and sort of be stuck with someone that you like but don't love. Right. Yeah. And you could say he's he's like the 10th best quarterback in the league. We can't pay him the 10th best salary. We're going to have to pay him well, near the top. Eventually, you know, like he will have the 10th best in like three yeah, years. Yeah, right. You that's know? true. And then it'll finally match right. up. But right, but that's that's Mike's point. Like yeah. we, we think that Kyler Murray, you know, and Kyler Murray is on the outskirts of that top 10. And on all those, yep. I think he was yep. like 11 or 12. Yeah. Right? So he's not going to take the 11th or 12th <laughs> best salary. Yeah. Right. He's he's re-upping now. Right. So you got to re-up him like he's one of the top three. Yep. That's yeah. what it costs. Speaking of rankings, Mike, I know you were up in arms about the Madden rankings. <laughs> was I? Yeah. I thought well, that was Tease. Yeah, Tease was. Tease, we were having, we were having some uh, discussion about it. I mean, I, I, I just think, you know, Stevenson. I mean, I think that that's kind of a general um, sentiment right now for Patriot fans that, you know, I think he, he could be one of those guys that could have a, have a breakout season. I think we talked about a little bit how much, how many carries is he going to get, how much is it going to eat into Damian Harris' snaps, but – um, I don't know. I wasn't. What did what did Harris get? Eighty what? Eighty two. And then so Tees was like, he's at least in eighty six. I'm like, all right. Is there a difference? <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know like their algorithm yeah. or what their formula is. But I mean, Stevenson's been in the league one year. You know. Yeah. And, one year. And and to be fair, I mean, Harris has really had one good year too. I mean, last right. year was kind of his breakout year, and you know, had a bunch of touchdowns, but. You know, how's it all going to come together, and, and is that going to be a, a position of strength? And you know, how are they how are they going to divide it up? Can James White go? Uh, you know, does Stevenson have some potential as a third down back with the way he catches the ball? Could that be a little bit of a, a shift in the offense that you know instead of going with a strict, oh, here comes James White, third down passing play. You know, like maybe you have a little bit more flexibility with somebody like Stevenson or or Pierre Strong for that matter so as well. I'm a little worried about James White. I have a developing opinion on James White that I meant to talk about on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Mike Reese over the weekend, everybody reads Mike Reese's uh, 10, 10 uh, bullet point notes uh, every weekend. And he had said that he, you know, was walking with a noticeable limp, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I'm, I'm worried. Not because he's walking with a noticeable limp. I'm worried about they're laying the groundwork to not have him be part of the team 
in in 2022. I saw James White this offseason. I thought he was walking fine. I saw him the same day Mike saw him doing a read at the Hall of Fame. And what we was all your walked thought? out to the parking lot. Did you think he was like, did you have to help him? Did he need assistance? <laughs> James, here, use my, just put your arm on like my shoulder. Like, I have very good no. nutrition and I squat. So if you need to lean on me, you go right ahead. I didn't notice anything. Yeah. Okay. So that even further um, fuels my concern. Like, Right. I think that James White not, might not be part of the plan. I think they might want to go younger there, which I am not opposed to on surface. But, you know, you wasted some free agent dollars, you know, during the offseason. But that's neither here nor there. But I just feel like I'm a little worried about James White. Well, based on that, because yeah. Mike doesn't I, I, throw I'm, stuff I'm, around. I'm worried about him not playing, too. But I don't think it's going to. To me, that doesn't diminish my enthusiasm for the offense. Oh, no, I'm not talking about that. Like, if, again, I would rather have had the $3 million or whatever it was to use. Yeah. yeah. I'm, but I'm, I don't – like, Ty Montgomery? Yes. Whatever. Yeah. That's, I was about to bring up his name. I think he's going to be good. Yeah. I, I mean, I just wonder – and I and I, I agree with Paul. Just I mean, I've kind of prepared myself that, that he might not make it. I just wonder if – is it a case of he can still play and they're just ready to turn the page? Or they, he can't really but still to Paul's play, and point, they just kind of had him like, around. Alex saw him, thought he looked fine. Yeah. But yet this comes out. Right. Well, and yeah. Mike doesn't just throw things out there. You well, know, he was so there if, the, too, if the undercurrent is, we didn't see yeah, that. we don't think, you know, you know, if they're telling trying Mike. to help him out a little right, bit. Right. You know, yeah. make it like, you help the team out. We're not turning our back on a guy who's been such a big part of our team. Right. And it's not because James White can't play. He just physically hasn't bounced back from that hip right. problem yet. And yeah. I don't know. I, sometimes I read too much into those things. but That's that's probably like one of the most. Um, uh, uh, Worse injuries you could well, have not as a running wor- back. But it's like one of those tricky injuries. It's yeah. probably the, the hip. Yeah. Bo you Jackson, know, right? Well, Bo Jackson, and you like, get those hip pointers, and like it just seems like guys are never the same once you yeah. once, once you affect the out, hip. This is a dislocated hip. This yeah. is yeah. a lot more than a hip pointer. Yeah, right. once it's kind and of then you're compensating in other areas of your body, like in your back, yeah, and your legs, and then that can just set everything right. Up. And especially for a player like him, where you feel so much of him is in space and yeah. those quick cuts, that kind of dead leg cut big that he has. Cuts, like if so your hip flexors are not I mean, strong yeah. enough for that. You ever wake up in the morning, you slept wrong, and your hip hurts, and then your whole back hurts, and it just affects everything. Yep, yeah. That sciatic wow. nerve just goes all you the do way. squats as the day ended day. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you sleep wrong a lot? Oh, I'm, t- I'm, I'm a mess. <laughs> Look at me. Oh, do you need a new mattress? No, I need to lose 50 pounds. No, but like seriously. Yeah, no, mem- I have a great mattress. You have a good mattress? Memory phone? What kind of mattress do you I have? have an excellent, I have an excellent mattress. What kind of mattress do you I don't know, Fred. You don't know? <laughs> a st- a regular one or a memory phone? I don't know what it is. Oh, jeez. Jeez. You don't know? No, Beth, uh-huh. Beth does everything important in my house. What am I sleeping on? Well, how did she know it was a good mattress for you? It was a great mattress. How did she know that? Because I was on it before we bought oh, it. Oh, so you know. So <laughs> what was it? What kind it was? I don't he remember. On it. He took it a test. Why are you being like Eric and not giving me information? <laughs> like this it. is what Eric would do. I don't know. <laughs> it's a mattress. I don't know. I'll tell you. First of all, that's the, exactly the opposite of what Eric would do. 
Eric would tell you the name yeah. of the mattress, and it would absolutely be the most expensive that you've ever no, heard. Oh, of. No, only if only if he really. Do you ever think yeah. maybe I don't want to tell you that I spent way more money on a mattress than should be humanly What's possible? What's wrong with that? Because it's embarrassing. Oh, mattresses That's stuff that you do, Alex. Mattresses are important, are they not? They are, but I'm saying that as someone whose mattress came from a box at Costco, and I just pulled it out and. Well, you're great. light. Yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> if you're <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I think if you don't weigh a lot, I don't I think the mattress. Back, the yeah. mattress doesn't do. matter that much. It's only when you're heavy, yeah. you know? I yeah. like a nice, firm mattress. No yeah. box spring. Yes, it's... Like, the kind that's really... It is uh, a very firm mattress. You text him back. Is it a Tempur-Pedic? It's a Tempur-Pedic, is hey, it? Hey, sweetie, what kind of bed is it that we have? Paul, it's a Tempur-Pedic, right? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Does it go up and down? Do you have, like, controls on it and stuff? Oh, the old person adjustable bed? Uh, Posture no, no, but he can change the TV channels with his butt cheeks. <laughs> so he doesn't have to move his arms. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> ESPN. Ah. Oh, Jaws is on. <laughs> Speaking of that, changing the channel. Does it or the you? subject. Does it, no, no. I, I just told you I need to lose 50 pounds. Like, I don't care. You can make fun of me. Um, does it annoy you when you change the channel and then the thing comes up, you know, next time, just say ESPN. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got it. A little bit. I do like the talk into the, to the well, remote, though. That's and it. I, the only time I ever use it is if I don't know what channel something is on. Yeah. Our listeners are going to kill us because we're off the t- – but I have one TV in the house, the one in the bedroom. Like if you're watching, you know, like cable station, like we or, you know, what Law & Order is on, the audio will be fine. And then it'll go to a commercial and they'll play the commercial. <laughs> and then it gets Loud. to – no, no. It gets to the local commercial and all of a sudden it's like – it's distorted, bop, 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 and you have to change uh, the channel and go back. Yeah. And oh. when you go back, it's a completely different commercial. <laughs> so there's something that. weird going on where, like, you're getting fed the wrong commercial yeah, like the and the audio's off. Blast you. Yeah, and I've never noticed that. Hmm. Yeah, it's That's one, funny. One TV in the house does that. Yeah, it's that Cape Station. No, you like you know like as cable soon junction. As, as soon as the local commercials come on, you know the next commercial is going to be distorted. Yeah, audio wise. And then you have to go off that channel, go back, and then when you go back, even if it's like three seconds, it's a different commercial. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Tempur-Pedic pillow top. There you go. See? That's uh, dream. That, that's like a five, $6,000 mattress. She just yeah. Thank, off the thanks, top of her, top for, of her head. She's thanks like, for sharing that with everybody now. <laughs> Not anybody. You can look it up, Paul. You got the internet. Yeah. No, I'm saying like yeah. that you have an expensive right, mattress. Right, that I have to be like the Eric. Exactly. This is the, the uh, this is why I took umbrage at the comparison to Eric. That's who would have told you exactly what he paid for it as soon as you asked him what it was. Yeah. Well, we got the spectrum covered. Bo- mattress in a box. And, yeah. 700 bucks. You know, yeah. Cadillac of mattresses. Gold plate. Alex, you know, she sleeps on hay <laughs> stuffed in. I sleep on the floor. Yeah. No. I, I could sleep anywhere. Like, actually, no. Airplane? I can't sleep on airplanes. I can't do Good. red eyes. But, like, I love to treat myself every once in a while. I sleep on the couch. It's fun. Yeah. Fall asleep watching ever, a movie out there. You, you know the um, there on purpose, no. the saying "sleep tight" <laughs> and don't let. Told to sleep. <laughs> you know the you know the expression "sleep tight, don't let the beg, bed, bed bugs, bugs bite." bite. Yeah. Well, you know where that came from. No. Back in the day, the old west, like in the 1600s, 1700s, the mattress base was ropes that were tied like crisscross, and oh, so bite of the rope. You, you keep them tight, and then the stuffing of the mattress was anything they could find from outside. So you're bringing in. So sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Like okay. birds. People used to live by birds. You just go around, fly around, 
collecting sticks and newspapers and stuffing yeah. them into your oh, hay, whatever they could find, grass. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'd take a bath like once every six months. <laughs> right, if that. Right. Well, that's like a bath was, was just like you just, just kind of dunk in. your butt in a in like a a, a, a trough. A bucket. Yeah. <laughs> like your hair, your head doesn't even get wet. Just your undercarriage. That's why gone. women tend. That's why you hear about like June weddings. It's because their their yearly bath would be in May, so they'd get married when they still smelled okay. Oof. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Deuce just gagged. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine how things are going to smell after uh, a few days of camp outside with the, the heat and humidity we've been having here. It's yeah. Gonna be, it's going to be a little. Although the shirts look nice. We got some We got some new uh, training camp swag. New, new, new caps and T-shirts. Get ready. Yeah. I like the – they have two versions this year, one traditional, and then they have one with the old logo the on logo. it. And I think that is – you know, Sharp. I have to side with Eric on this one. I think that looks better. Yeah. It's you have more colorful. Yeah, 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 you got to go get one. I sent it out around yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, go in there. They're in my office. Didn't get to my part of the Get your uh, t-shirts. Get your hat and t-shirts. It's a hat and t-shirt day. It's hat and t-shirt game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For camp. Yeah, so uh, they're in my office. Okay, I'll yeah. come and see you. Pick yeah. one up. Red. All right. Um, what else? <laughs> That's it? Should we go to the so, emailers? So you, you share my concern about... Yeah, the future of James. No, I think I think you hit the nail on the head, especially when I hear Alex say he looked okay to me. That means that they're trying yeah, to get well, the word out there to soften. And I did. I saw soften him at the a, at landing an event for him, in, like in May, and I thought he was moving pretty well. Like I mean, I don't, a lot of guys just kind of walk right, with a little a, like a bop. A you know? Like Terry, uh, te- uh, Terry, Teddy Bruschi had a limp. Oh God, yeah. Like his normal gait was a limp. It just I always say it's like. Something, it's just like an athlete gate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they, they well, kind of walk different. Devin McCourty. Oh. Like, <laughs> Devin McCourty. Had, the day he was drafted, Devin McCourty walked like he was 85 years old. Yeah. <laughs> the day yeah. he was drafted. He fastest guy like on the floor, too. He's been the fastest guy on the field for like 10 years. But, but <laughs> Teddy, Bruschi, I mean, like his. Bruschi flat out His limped. joints aren't even connected. Yeah. Like his foot would like swing out. And then he would just get bundled up on the field. And you're like, that's it. And he'd get up and he'd come back in. He, How many times did Brian Morey have him out for the year? Oh, yeah. Like, he had rubber joints. Like, yeah. he'd go down and Brian go, yeah, he just blew out his ACL. He's done. Yeah. And then he'd be back in two, two plays later. <laughs> yep. Brewski. Yep. All right. 855-PASS-500 uh, is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address as you can uh, gather. Anything's on the table, but we're less than a week away from the first public training camp. We'll be live on Patriots.com uh, the first four days, uh, like we usually do with camp. So uh, this show will be live. We won't be on our traditional time. From what I hear, practice is going to be around 9.30 every morning. Um, usual. It's kind of yeah. usually when it's Yeah, been. that's what they've been doing. The creature's a habit. It seems like they go back to. Yeah. At least when I've been here, it doesn't seem like there's many dramatic shifts in the schedule generally. No, they'll COVID stuff. Most practices have been in the morning, I think, since Bill has been here. And then occasionally for, you know, whatever reason, depending on how it fell, you might get like a two o'clock practice once in a while, but not often. Yeah. Yeah, You know, it'd be an outlier. Yeah. Random ones in in camp when they get kind of maybe maybe they had like three days in a row. They had an off day or maybe a game, an off day. And then, you know, so the players had a couple of days off and maybe they're coming back and it was like a later practice to sort of get them. Yep. Back in time f- to come in. Back in the film room. Back in, you know, do all that stuff. But yeah. Outlier. Well, well, we should outlier. get some. Some I will bet we get some kind of news on James White in the next like five days or so with with pup and and all that. So we should know soon, I would guess. And we didn't mention the NFIs, right? The, the two, two rookie, the two, rookies, the two rookie offensive yeah. linemen who 
if you were listening on Tuesday, Mike and I both kind of foreshadowed that. We didn't see either one, Chasen Hines, Andrew Stuber, didn't see either one of them the entirety, really, of the spring. I have been told that Stuber, uh, I wouldn't expect him at all. Hmm. Um, don't know much uh, more about Hines than what we've seen, but they're both going to start camp on NFI. It's okay. kind of disappointing. I mean, I know you, you don't put a lot of stock into low-round offensive linemen, but I think when, when you know, look at Michael Omenu, the guys like that, and it feels like there's opportunities at tackle. I mean, Stuber came in. I mean, I, I, I don't think we're going to see him this year, but I don't see why he couldn't compete with Justin Haran or, you know, Yadney Kajust, the guys that we saw as the backups, or even Hines. We, I mean, we saw, like I said, when you come in, I mean, Will Sherman, the backup, Drew Desjardins, those guys. I mean, it just seems like there's opportunity there if those Desjardins. guys could have gotten on the on the field. I know. Uh-huh. Uh, Aaron in Chicago writes in. He's got a two-part question regarding the throwback uniforms making a comeback. One, with the Giants unveiling their secondary helmet and retro-inspired end zone, I like those. this made me curious to know if you could shed any insight on if the Patriots will do anything special as well when they bring back the classic Pat Patriot to the gridiron, whether it's aesthetics or activations. I think they are going to probably treat it as a throwback game and paint the end zones appropriately. Ooh. Yeah. Do you think they do that old logo? You know which one I'm talking about? The the the, the Patriots, the old that old like '80s one. Do you know what I'm talking about that one? That would be cool. You mean the font that yeah. kind of looks like block the script? Yeah. Oh, not no, the, the not the no, script. Like You're talking the, about the blocks the with the block, stars. The oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah. so like ugly, the, yeah. so oh. terrible. <laughs> I, guess I don't know why people wrong. get nostalgic about that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. Such an angry man. I, you know what's funny about that is I don't like the Giants' 80s uniforms. I like their traditional uniforms with the NY on, on in, yeah. as opposed to the, the Giants. On I, I think they have a great uniform. And then, you know, in the 80s, they sort of switched. Now they had great success with that, with LT and all that. And I don't, I don't like that as much, but they were going – like people – uh, we're going gaga about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah I'm gonna put, I'm gonna push back a little bit on that, Paul. I don't like those end. I don't like the NY. You know what's my problem with the no, NY? No, a lot of people are like you. I, they're I, a lowercase n. It just bugs me. It's a lowercase n on the helmet. That it sounds stupid, I guess. But like that, it just bugs me. I don't know. The old Giants ones just harken back to LT and those Phil years. Sims. And that's why. And the Dallas uh, introduced their throwback helmet yeah, yesterday helmet. too. It's great. I mean, I you know, I you can take them or leave some of them, and but I just think the more the better. The more. I'll tell you what I have liked is some of these black helmets. You see the, yeah, the, Panthers, the Panthers black, black helmet? helmet? That looked pretty sharp. That's why it's like for so long with this helmet rule, it was like, what is the NFL doing? Like this is such an opportunity for so many different things, not you know, not the least of which is making money off of selling stuff in the pro shop and jerseys and stuff. You mean they shouldn't have been worried about <laughs> head injuries? <laughs> 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 they well, the logic of it just, they should like, just well, worry like, about the money. We can't get a, a second helmet? Like you don't want a second helmet? Like what? what is this? Like, like are you, why is a broken in helmet going to protect you from a concussion i don't know like only one like you can't just get a second helmet that's the same well they're they're custom fitted each helmet is custom fitted so they want to make sure that guys are using the helmet that was approved it for was them about money yeah that too Probably. much cost money to have extra helmets well yeah <laughs> um ryan writes in uh he's a cowboys fan he says and my girlfriend is a patriots fan and then things pop up on my screen, and I can't read the freaking. Oh my god! So hold on, I gotta go back. Oh. Grandpa's having trouble with the computer. <laughs> no, it just things pop up, and then I hit it, and it goes to another uh, mailbox. But anyway, uh, so his girlfriend's a Patriots fan. We listen to the podcast every week. I've I have to put my input in on the conversation you guys were having with Drew Brees. I believe Paul mentioned that Elway is always overlooked. I said that too. He may be, but I feel that Aikman 
is the one that is always overlooked. I put Aikman over Young. I believe Aikman is the second best quarterback in the 90s behind Favre, though Aikman had the championships. Hmm. I would put Aikman over Young. Absolutely. I would too. Now I would put Aikman more in a Drew Brees category. Because of Emmett Smith and Michael Well, first of all, do you believe that Aikman doesn't get enough credit? Is he overlooked? Um, I, I agree on in the print. Now, he's a Hall of Famer, so he wasn't that overlooked. But I agree with his premise. I would say that if people started telling you the best players, I don't think he would, I don't think he would come up if you, you talked about Favre in Montana and, you know, the, that kind of general era. I don't think a lot of people would put Aikman first. I, I'd need to do an Aikman deep dive, but, I mean, did he, he kind of had his best offense with the, his on, guys. He never really did it with anybody else. He was so on the best he? team. I, I might be wrong. He was the quarterback of the best team. Like, I don't think of right. him as being – like, Brett Favre, I think he's right. I think Brett Favre, for all his flaws, had to do far more yeah. with yeah. Green Bay and than did it with different, did. Yeah. different groups, different teams even. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rodrigo in Brazil writes in. Uh, he Olivia? said on Tuesday's show, Paul talked about Peyton Manning's lack of playoff success being partly a product of bad luck. So I went back to look at some of his playoff losses, and uh, what I found— Why do I ever talk about anybody who doesn't play for the What Patriots? I found was a when guy— going to learn? <laughs> what I found was a guy whose teams averaged 15.2 points per postseason loss, and only twice in his career did he score more than 18 points in a playoff game and lose. Actually, if you take away that Baltimore game, which Paul correctly points out, requiring an extreme amount of bad luck for the Broncos to drop— his offenses averaged an astounding 13.5 points per game in 12 playoff losses. For all of his luck, Brady's teams averaged 19.3 points per game in his playoff losses, and he tops Peyton in points scored per playoff win as well, 30.1 versus 28.6. Brady I know you, is better than Manning. I know you never claimed Peyton was Brady's equal in the playoffs and just had bad luck, but looking back, I found it remarkable just how poorly Peyton performed when his teams fell short in the postseason. Not a whole lot of close-fought wins where he went drive for drive and his defense let him down. Yeah, more than you think. Good but Brady is better than Manning, which is what I Rodrigo, said Tuesday, too. I applaud your research. Thank you. I know Paul is poo-pooing it. I'm not poo-pooing it. Yeah, I think Manning of. has had too many one-and-dones in the playoffs. I yeah. said that I would not take him you know, uh, up over Brady in the clutch. Ever. Despite the fact that he's beaten Brady more than... Not in the playoffs. Ever. Right. 60% of the time, Manning beats Brady in the playoffs. Well, there were extenuating circumstances. Right. Mm. The, the, the lesser team won. No. Led by Manning. Uh, I think he- heating up the dome and <laughs> giving them flu. I mean, they gave them the flu. That's, that the should whole be. Store, That's cheating. The whole store had the flu. Uh, let's see. Ty- Tyler, a lot of people commenting on Pumping Tuesday's show. in the COVID. Show. <laughs> uh, he says, on Tuesday's show, the subject of personal embarrassing sports moments were brought up, so I thought I'd chime in while things are still a little slow to share one of my own. A few years back, I was attending a Sunday afternoon minor league baseball game. The opposing team was batting, and two pitchers, two pitches had been thrown for this particular at-bat. I thought both pitches had been called strikes, so when the third pitch was, di- was thrown and the batter swung through it, I immediately jumped to my feet, fist pumped, and screamed, Sit down! <laughs> When he did not immediately turn back to his dugout, I realized the first pitch was actually called a ball and was currently a one-and-two count. Everyone around me, including my wife, had a good laugh at my expense. The batter did end up striking out a few pitches later, 
but I felt it best to just stay seated with my mouth shut. That if that's your most embarrassing sports moment, you're, you're doing, doing good. Yeah, because I've had some. Oof. We talked about it. That's that's where the uh, the clip at the beginning of the show with Alex. Uh, yeah, I like how it was eating, cut eating too. poop. You <laughs> ate poop over the hurdle. Yeah, yeah, and it sounded like I'd really just like was talking about eating poop. No, that's what the soundbite will just be eventually. Not to curse. Like, I ate poop one time. <laughs> it's kind of like Fred's down on the quarterback. <laughs> right, know? these things happen. Yeah. Yeah, my most embarrassing, you know, regretful sports moment was striking out looking in a Babe Ruth All-Star game with men oh. on base, oh. last inning, trying to make a take comeback. The back, get it off your shoulder. Oh. Take a cut. What, you know, yeah. I think mine. Humble uh, brag, though, <laughs> we had to say it was in an, an All-Star, All-Star game. All-Star oh, yeah. Game. I, I'm just giving being accurate. That's all. I don't just think pictures exist of me in my way too tight Michael Chang 90s-inspired tennis outfit. But if they did... That would be my my most embarrassing moment of me in like short shorts with like a oh know, just just the aesthetics chubby. Well, now you are, but the, at the time that was the thing, oh, right? But 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 it doesn't fit a fourteen year old who's kind of doughy and like skinny legs and t- like it just it, I, I can only you skip like, leg day too. Oh, when I was a kid, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, but you know, I thought it was Michael Chang. I had the re- you know the big like the rebo. You know, my dad he, was, he like, got me like the full short. I mean, it's the full outfit. You know, like Michael Chang going out to Wimbledon, the pumps. You know, the whole thing. But I sucked, and I you know I, like was terrible at tennis. And, you know, it was at Cape Cod Community College at like their tennis tournament, yeah. getting smoked. <laughs> zip zip. I got a lot of them. Yeah. I know, too many. It's hard with baseball. Yeah, I feel like individual. You're in the Hall of Fame. That's yeah. the amazing thing. Right. I didn't have well. And you have a bobblehead made of yourself. No, it's not custom. a bobblehead. Just you can't buy them. It's custom. Just a custom figurine. Oh. <laughs> figurine. <laughs> it's not a bobblehead. It's a figurine. It's not a bobblehead. It's not an action figure. It's a, it's a I figured that was that was like the greatest <laughs> gift. What? Yeah. The guy who made them for oh, us. The porcelain Perlo? Yeah, it's, it's not really porcelain. Yeah, okay. It's a figurine. But you guys both have baseball. I feel like baseball is an easier sport to have individual embarrassment well, than other sports. I've always said sports. baseball is a team sport made up of individual plays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you're up bat. All, everything's on you. The ball's all on you. You're a pitcher. It's on you. all on you. So we play at, at Kelly Field in Hyde Park, right? You play, and the diamond is like situated in, in the in the far corner, and then way out in right field is a football field that runs from like the right field line away from the the baseball diamond, and then there's stands for the football way out in right center. This is like a country mile away. So I give up a home run to a guy from Hyde Park Sports named B.J. Flynn. He hit it nine thousand miles, like <laughs> it went over the. The football bleachers, right? It was just a Titanic home run. I didn't give up a lot of cheapies. <laughs> it, it was it was a Titanic home run. So we're walking in like I want to say a week later, right? And there's like four of us walking down, you know, getting ready for the game. And the umpire, a guy named Joe Kelleher, is is walking. He's talking to the other umpire, and he's like, "Yeah, I heard B.J. Flynn hit one over those football stands yeah. like a couple of weeks ago. And I go, it's true, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns around and he goes, what? I go, it was off of me. <laughs> it was, like, really humiliating. Yeah. It was, like, to, to listen to two random guys talking about, I heard Babe Ruth hit one into a helicopter. Right. <laughs> yeah, he did. It was off me. Al Downing. Well, good for it you for uh, taking ownership of oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have yeah. just kept walking. Right. My one. Hang your head in shame. Yeah, so just, no, the same off, the like. same night, my brother goes to the game. My brother didn't go to all the games. My father and grandfather went to every game, but but I I was sitting, I was tying my cleats, and I hear my brother look at my father and go, he hit it over those. Things. <laughs> <laughs> it's like harumph. <laughs> it's like shut up. 
Oh, that's fun. Uh, I could probably think of others for me, but I don't want to. Uh, Rusty and Arlen, uh, really looking forward to all the training camp stories about how Mac went 21 for 26 today, <laughs> but would like to bring up something else before we reach that point. Nope. Uh, I'm pretty young and understand the last 20 years, but I would like to learn more about those teams in the 70s that were pretty good. I hear you talk about Chuck Fairbanks positively a lot, but he isn't in the hall, and I never hear about him outside the podcast. How good were guys like Russ Francis, Leon Gray, and Grogan? Mm. It's tough to look at a stat sheet and get a sense of how it was in a completely different era. Looking through Wikipedia, was Fairbanks' biggest problem the Sullivans being cheap? Yes. What happened with Jim Plunkett? Yeah, he traded them yeah. and re- revamped the whole team. That's how he built uh, what should have been a, a championship team. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. a bad trade. It was an unbelievable trade yeah. for the Patriots. Yeah, but you can look at the stat book in '78 with what their ground game did, and and yeah. you know Leon, Leon Gray is is, a, is an all time player. Russ Francis is an all time player. Steve Grogan is an all time Patriot. Yeah, um, but Russ Francis could have played. He could have played now, and yeah. he and yeah, he would be a modern era tight end. Yeah, like he could block. He could run down the seam. Uh, I think he averaged over 16 yards a catch one year. Like yeah. just Howard Cassell famously called him all-world. All, that's my all-world tight end. They, they yeah. had great great personnel, great teams. Um, with If the Crafts were owners then, they'd have won at least two titles in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, good drafts. I, that's it. Yeah. That's the key. I mean, Mike, Mike Haynes, Ray Claiborne, Stanley Morgan, Tim Fox. John Hanna. Uh, yeah, John Hanna. These are all, like, Chuck Fairbanks draft yeah. picks. Like, there's no Lawrence Maroney's, you know, no Dominique, no Dominique Easley's. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly, you know, randomly you hit a great player in a random round, but, like, it's not that hard. <laughs> you know, you look back at the teams that were good, and a lot of their core were guys that they drafted. And that's, you know, true, I think, through just about every team. There's outlier teams every year that they just kind of click. But I think the teams that are consistently good, you look, and you look at those draft classes, and you say, wow. They got six starters out of that out of that draft. You know, when was the last time that the Patriots got that kind of? You know, that's what they need. Alex, and that's how many of those guys did you ever hear of? Steve Grogan. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, no of gro- all those people, no Steve gro- Grogan. There. No, I've I've heard of most of the names, but like, if you showed me a picture of them, I would not. Oh, I mean, match. I I wouldn't necessarily know what all of them looked like or anything like that. But <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, food is here, of which I can't eat any because I'm on a diet. But uh, after that, we'll go straight through with more of your calls and emails here on Patriots Unfiltered. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code 
Pats to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code Pats to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We delivered jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. 
for us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast. It's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on. Only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. Demarius Thomas wasn't on the field today either. Yeah. He is right. torn and killed. But he's not playing left tackle. No, I know. But what's the difference? We're talking about left tackle. But again, my problem I'm with the is not I'm more worried if don't have a left tackle than yeah. a receiver. But if, but if he can't play, you don't have a left tackle. My problem isn't with his health. Mm-hmm. My problem is I don't know if he can play. Joe Tooney just went, hey. <laughs> what does Joe Tooney have to do with it? You said if he can't play, you don't have a left tackle. Okay, or a left guard. You have to put your well, left guard yeah. at left tackle. Now you don't have exactly. a left guard. Now you're switching two positions. Yeah, you can always find a guard, Paul. You know that. You can always find a tackle, too. Ah! <laughs> so then what do we have to worry about? 
It took, it took me 20 years, but you finally came around to my style of football. Thank you. You got a quarterback. You got a couple of guys for the throw to and a, and a decent cornerback on defense. Maybe the ability to put some pressure on the passer. I'm in, baby. That's all I need. All right, back here on Patriots Unfiltered. 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com. That was Patriots. one of the com. rare great moments in Patriots history <laughs> Email that address. I actually wasn't embarrassed to listen to myself afterwards. Yeah. I Thomas. stand by everything I just said. Couldn't couldn't huh. play. Well, rest in peace. But couldn't couldn't play anymore at that point, right? No, but my, <laughs> my point was, like, we're worried about one guy not being on the field but not another guy because it was a tackle. And then it's like Joe Tooney. And it's like, oh, okay, now you need a guard, too. And he's like, well, you can always find a guard. Yeah, we can draft him in the first round. That was great. That was a great one. <laughs> oh, that's an addendum to it now. <laughs> oh, for those of us who appreciate all the positions of football. Oh, yeah, the finer. I really appreciate this two-liter bottle of Diet Pepsi that Matisse yeah, got Yeah, which is half gone already. already. Through it. Holy crap. <laughs> she sucked it down. Yeah. It's not you got a hollow leg over there? <laughs> There's a lot in here. Yeah. It's a lot in here, too, and I'm pointing to the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Eric. That was an Eric thing. I miss Andy because he would have been <laughs> all over that. Like <laughs> I miss Eric because he would be the, the target. Now I'm the target all the Sometimes. time. I know. I'll, I'll get to Alex. Yeah, we'll get to Alex. I'll get to Alex. Yeah. You guys just have to learn more of my, my weird quirks. We're getting them. That's right. Oh, I, I, mean, think, I think we're starting to learn. The time you ate poop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's go to the ah. Ace Ticket Hotline. Eddie's in Florida. What's up, Eddie? Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey. Hey. I rarely get to listen to you guys live, so I'm psyched I get to do it today and uh, love your show. I got a trivia question for you, um, and it's funny because you guys were talking about the 70s Pats, and my trivia question is the 78 Pats set a record for rushing yards. 3,165 yards. Can you name the five linemen on that team? Oh, Classic that's a good lineup. one. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot. Leon, Leon Gray, Gray, John, John Hanna. Was it Pete Brock that year? Pete Brock slash Bill Lenkaitis. Yep. Sam Adams and Shelby Jordan. Wow. Excellent. Great job, wow. Paul. Wow. Yeah. See, he likes linemen. He's just kidding. He likes linemen. I like me the 70s Patriots. Yeah. That's when I was a kid. I was surprised that's... to see it. Was Bill Lankitis? I thought it was Pete Brock. Yeah. Well, Lank- they split. Lankitis played the first they and did. third quarters, and Brock played the second and fourth. That's wow. true. Wow. That's yeah. what they did. Yeah. Who yeah. broke that record in 2019? The Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens. And uh, when you guys were talking about on your last podcast the uh, three guys you'd like to have dinner with, easily Bobby Orr is number one. Okay. But you still can. Paul said Bill Russell. I, I, I would love to have dinner with Bill Russell. Can't even imagine the stories. Yeah, and um, just I know he's not a walking guy, but I love me some Dick Vitale. But what about Dom DiMaggio? Imagine getting stories from about Ted Williams and his brother Joe. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's a maybe. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, when you first said Dom DiMaggio, I kind of you know Fred was like he, he was ripping you, but <laughs> yeah, you, you brought it home, Eddie. Yeah, there's a reason. There. I guess. I yeah, he'd it. have some insight. Yeah. yeah, right. Yep. Well, even the f- Joe Namath. You know, like the es- the escapades that he had. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. What anybody that yeah. played Derek for the Raiders. Yeah. Derek Sanderson. Ken Stabler. Right. Kenny Stabler, yeah. There was some crazy. But it's really like, what kind of dinner do I want? What 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 do I want to be doing the dinner? Do I really want to be just asking questions and listening? Or do I want back and forth? Right. Do I want a guy who enjoys eating? You know, like, what, what kind of dinner guy do, has do I really answers. want? I want stories. Yeah. For, yeah. For me, it's all about the storytelling. I would love to hear about the Big Bad Bruins, 
I would love to hear about Bill Russell's trials and tribulations. Yeah. Bill Russell's like a living legend. Like, it just, I can't even, it sounds like stupid to say, but like when he did all what he did in, you know, 50s, 60s, but like, even when I was a kid being like, wait, this guy's still alive? Like, even then, and now, it's just, I mean, it's, like you said, he's he's a legend. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Eddie. Appreciate the call. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Willem and Philem. What's up, William? What's going on? How you feel? Good. All right. Um, just have two questions for uh, for Paul. And, well, one question for Paul and, and another question for Alex. Um, I'll just start with Paul first because it's so obvious. Paul, with you having so much you know, uncertainty about the team, and I can understand why, is there anything that you are positive about? No. Uh, I would say the running game I'm positive on. Believe uh-huh. it or not, you guys probably won't believe this, but I'm pretty positive on Mac Jones. I think he'll be fine. Um, the depth at safety, pretty pretty positive on that. Yep. Okay. 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 Yep. And so for Alex, um, not nothing. What do you think of uh, Taekwon Thornton? What do I think of who? Mm-hmm. Taekwon? What do you think? Yeah. What would you? Um, how would I say it? Um, like, how do you think he'll? You think he'll be okay? You think as far as a wide receiver, you know, with all the past receivers that we ever had and they didn't really pan out too well, I know. So what do you think about Wycombe Thorpe? I think that he's coming into a crowded space. Uh-huh. But um interested to see if the speed can kind of hold up with, like, getting hits and um, – I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to tell at this point, but I guess I'm I'm hopeful. But I don't really necessarily think we'll see a ton of him this year. Well, know. let's right. let's put it this way: he's going to get his opportunity. You know, whether it's in camp or preseason, we're going to see a lot of Tyquan Thornton, and I think enough to make at least an early judgment on the guy. You know, because right now, Alex, you're right. I mean, we know he's fast. You know, yeah. um, but he came from a smaller school. So we don't know really how he's going to hold up in the NFL, but we're going to see him for sure uh, preseason, uh, you know, and we'll be able to make a judgment, yeah. at least an early judgment. Looking forward to seeing how he ha- – like, because, I mean, training camp, you're not seeing them really get defended. No. So right. I, I just want right. to see how he holds up getting kind of tough coverage and if he can create – yeah. But you know, don't you know? Forget about the seven on sevens and all that stuff because it's almost impossible to cover a guy in those, you know. But when they go to eleven on eleven and they go to the you know uh, situational drills, is he getting open? And when he, they throw it to him, does he catch it? Yeah. And if he can do those two things at least in camp and preseason, he's got it. You know, okay. Yeah, put him way ahead of where we right. saw Harry. Right. Right. Exactly. I think that's a big thing. Where does he get the opportunities, think? and can he stay on the field? And like you said, I just catch the ball when it's thrown to you. It's it's it sounds too simple, but I think it is that. And simple so for much of this stuff is Mike just said something. That I think people would probably just gloss over. So much of this stuff for those young guys is the ability to be on the field every day. Yep. So well, many of these guys get derailed yeah, because I'm they're in one day and out the next two. Yep. It's very frustrating. Okay. Do you um let me ask you this. Do you think he can beat out uh let me see Jacoby Myers or Nelson Iron, even though they know the playbook, aren't they? But Twyhon doesn't though. But I think the advantage he has over them is basically his speed. So I mean I mean what, I, do, you, what do y'all think of that? Well that go back to what Alex started. It's a crowded room. Yeah, and right. a lot of guys with experience. So it's going to be tough for him. 
I mean, I think it, I draw I draw it to Aguilar, and I don't think I don't know if he has, an, if he's going to have what it takes to knock Aguilar off. I mean, I just think at this point you need everything you can get to see what actually strikes. But I think in a perfect world he's up opposite Parker as your speed option. You know, you've got a, a contested guy in Parker on the outside on one side, and you've got a speed option on the other side that, you know, uh, that will help stretch the field that way. I, I just I wonder if maybe we're sleeping on him a little bit. I mean, is there is there a chance that he comes in and 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 really? Turn some heads. Over or under in games that he appears in, not starts, but appears in. Ten. Ah, under. Okay. Appears in? Appears in. Take care. And not as special teams. I'll take, oh. Right. Not as special teams. So, as a wide receiver. I'm going to say over. Really? Um, Okay. Yeah, but I I don't, I'm kind of with Deuce's sentiment that I don't know, I'm not expecting much of him, but I, I do think he'll be active in. As long as he's active, they'll get him on the field. Okay. I just can't help but feel like there's a certain part of myself that says this guy's a second-round pick. He's really fast. He should be part of the future. Like, I mean, when they selected him, they should have been thinking, like, this is a guy that we want to play for our team soon. Um, we look at the depth and you say, well, he's probably going to have a little bit of an uphill fight. But at the same time, I'm, I'm a little bit upset with myself of not really giving him a chance. I don't feel like I – I'm giving him a chance in my head. I just feel like he's going to be in the background and Beats you know trying. Up. He looks in the mirror and he gets it home. You got to believe in Taekwondo. Why don't you believe in him? I do, but you know, but I, but I think it's a point that we've kind of like you know talked about a little bit of you know the guy's a second round receiver. Like I mean, in in in, in a lot of different drafts in the past, they would have taken a second round guy, and and we would have expectations for uh, them to come in and play. Oh, you, and, I I think you, you know, should and, have and, expectations for him, but I think what happens is people look at those guys. They look at Chad Jackson. They look at Aaron Dobson. Mm-hmm. They look yeah, at and that's, you know and that's Nikhil Harry and their like, expectations. Right? He's another. What are we really expecting? Right? And that and that's and that, and maybe and maybe that's reason to to put him in the category of maybe maybe he pops a little bit more than than we're kind of expecting. Other than I think as Alex laid out, you know, limited in his opportunities, has to make the most of it. You know, maybe his speed just pops from day one and. They say, man, we, we just can't keep this guy off the field. He, he changes our offense. He gives the defense something to think about. He, right. he needs to be out there. I Matt, think he'll have uh, every opportunity to play, by the way. Yeah. Like, I think if he can play, he'll be out there. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's – well, they're just too loaded at receiver. He won't have any opportunities. If he's good, I think he'll play. Uh, Matt in Ohio writes in, going back to the show from Thursday last week and talking about Thornton. We all agree that if he plays a lot this year, it will be because most likely our wide receivers got hurt. In my opinion, he is not the answer, but I hope I'm wrong. Do you think the Patriots like him that much that if we needed a big-time college wide receiver because we had no one else, uh, he would play? Uh, let me read. Do you think the Patriots like him that much that if we needed a big-time college wide receiver because we had no one else, he would play week one like Chase and Devontae Smith did? Also, I'm a South Carolina fan and watched Debo play for years. I always thought he was a great player, but no way I thought he would be one of the best playmakers in the league. Looking back on the draft now, it's easy for fans to be mad at Bill for not taking Debo or A.J. Brown, but were all those wide receivers we passed on that great in college? I mean, I, I, I love Debo coming out, and I thought he was a great fit. And same thing with A.J. Brown. I thought both those guys, you know, check the boxes of what they like. Physical guys, tough, really competitive. You know, those those are the things that stuck out to me with those guys. 
Um, so I, I, I thought they fit. Did I think either one of them were, were guaranteed to be a superstar? Not really, but I think you also have to give some credit to where they went and the, the you know, the offensive coordinators that, you know, Kyle Shanahan that knew how to use Debo in a variety of ways that, you know, not every team would have been able to maximize his success. And, and the same thing for A.J. Brown. I mean, he's playing off of, you know, one of the most prolific run games in, in, in you know, in recent memory with Derrick Henry and, and when he was effective and that, you know, helped things too. So, I don't know. I, I think both those guys are were, were good fits. I think they would have been great here. I, I, I don't know what, what level, but I think they'd be better than most of what they have right now. You know, over the years, Bill has said, you know, it's kind of hard to project guys out of college at that position. But is it getting easier, you know, because of the change? It should be. Yeah. It seems like it is for everybody else. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, it, it seems every year there's, you know, five, six, seven guys that make an immediate impact yeah. at that position. And it's almost like the style of the NFL makes the guy better, you know? Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's getting more and more similar to, to the spread offenses and, you know, just pure passing downs. And, you know, I think even the, even the, stu- even the RPO stuff, it just helps guys, you know, br- get into things a little bit easier. And I think it's also reflective on the Patriots offense and, you know, the, how hard it is to pick up and all that stuff. You know, it, w- what's going on? Where's the disconnect there? Why is it so hard? I understand that maybe they have problems picking the right guys, but they can at least try to make it easier on them when they get here. That's what I'm hopeful with this offensive adjustment, whatever it may be, that that, you know, that someone like Thornton can come in now and grasp these simpler concepts and immediately look like he's know, know, know what he's doing uh, instead of somebody who seems like they're still on the other field with the backups who, you know, the learning. I feel, I feel like that's the learning field down there. That's not the guys who are in the mix to compete to actually play. Right. Did you guys catch the Jeremy Fowler comments on Taekwon Thornton? No. So on ESPN, I think it was last Friday I saw this. Um, he was, at, you know, they, they do the quick hits during, like, the sports centers and stuff. And he was talking about uh, potential um, early impact wide receivers. And in the middle of it, uh, he brought up Thornton, and he said, you know, a lot of people were surprised the Patriots took him in the second round, but you talk to people around the league, and they weren't as surprised. He really interviewed well. Right. Oh, really I did came hear across that. really well, yeah. and I was like, you know, and, then, and the Patriots have really been impressed with him, um, you know, in the film rooms. And, this, uh, and all I could think about was Chad Jackson. Like, this is the stuff that they, like, proactively told us how good Chad Jackson was at this stuff, and – I know I, maybe I've just been beaten, beaten down by some of these missed picks, but that was like an enormous yeah. red flag. Yeah, who cares? Like, yeah. like I mean, I guess if you don't interview well and you're stupid in the film room, you know, that well, can hurt you. But, you but know. Then, but, you know, and then, you know, I'll go back to Mike Reese and his 10, you know, his 10 uh, bullet points uh, over the weekend, his notes. And he talked about that he th- felt was one of the reasons why the Patriots have gotten in trouble with the draft recently is because they're relying too much on interviews. And he talked about the 19 class with Harry and Juwan Williams and uh, Chase Winovich. And, you know, all three of those are the first three picks. Williams is the only one still here, and some people don't think he's um, going to be around much longer. And they had really strong interviews, and maybe they need to get away from that. And now we're talking about interviews again. Yeah. Um, Richard from Ohio writes in about old school talk and, and uh, Jim Pluckett, and he wonders, do you think he'll be a Hall of Fame or he should be a Hall of Fame quarterback? He's, Richard says yes. He's the only eligible quarterback with two Super Bowl wins who isn't in. Yeah, I don't think he should be. Yeah. Well, Eli will probably join him soon. Yeah. 
as a two-time winning Super Bowl quarterback Who's that not will in? not be in? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I wouldn't put Eli Manning in either. Uh, let's see. Um, Andre from New Jersey. First, I got to ask, is Alex or Sarah, are you going to the concert at the stadium tonight? So who's Sarah? Who's this Sarah? Who's Sarah? Yeah. No. Ma- Tam- Tam- Tamara? Tamara, maybe. Oh, Tamara. But she's not here. She's vacation. Uh, so you want to know if the girls are going to the concerts or maybe you could get, you know, <laughs> slide uh-huh. into the DMs? Yeah. <laughs> I believe Tamara's in Jamaica. And I will not be there, unfortunately. Sounds uh, fun. I'm looking to get back to a concert at some point. but In case the guys don't know, it's the weekend. The same person that headlined the Super Bowl <laughs> two years ago. I do remember. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Went to the one at, that one at MetLife, and it was freaking amazing. I'll make fun like of his myself performance? for a lot of things, but that was offensive. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I never heard of The weekend. <laughs> like, I never heard of The weekend before. Like, who was that? What was the group that you were saying? That, uh, uh, Haim? Uh, Haim, yeah. Okay, I never heard of... I, I never heard of Haim? <laughs> full disclosure, I never heard that. Other than Haim Bloom, <laughs> I never heard of... The no, group. I, I know that group? one song on the three weekend. Sisters. But three but sisters, never sisters. heard of. Didn't them. the weekend get made fun of for that halftime thing? It was so weird on TV. It's like walking through this I like don't, I don't know, hall might, of mirrors. Might be right outside stuff. this door. I feel like I heard 50-50 reviews on it. People either were like, "I wasn't a big weekend fan, but that was pretty good," and some people were just like, "It wasn't that high energy." I kind of find that remember. on every Super Bowl. It's I mean, half of it is like walking around lost. I think it's hard to follow up Shakira and J Lo. She that that was hot. That yeah. was very hot. That was great. I enjoyed hot. that very much. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I that when that when that um, "Blinded by the Light" song came out, though, I was I had that sucker on. The awkward silence Hold in up. my house during the Shakira J Lo <laughs> uh, halftime show was Teen worth boys. the price. Oh of yeah. Oh well, you're I a big J Lo fan, aren't you? She well, I love J Lo, as you know. You missed out again, as Paul. you know. We had a moment. <laughs> She's marrying Boston guys left and right. You can't. We did. <laughs> I mean, I, she knew I was taken. She didn't want to uh, <laughs> ruin. Uh, he had his no, he another had marriage. marriage. He, yeah. he had his in, his chairs out front. His Nantucket. Right? I had the, I had the Adirondacks. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, J Lo has like a glow. It was. Saw saw how does Beth feel about Ben Affleck? But Shakira, <laughs> she likes Ben. Shakira is unbelievable. I, I just think Shakira she's stunningly J-Lo. beautiful. J Lo. J Lo. Yeah. I saw J Lo in person once at Fenway when she was still with A Rod, and she would just like travel to games with A Rod all the time, and oh my god, it's like. There's like a glow that like just radiates yeah. off of her, and you just get like, I yeah. don't know. It's like Paul. Yeah, and now I, uh, in in all fairness, I think she's beautiful. I wouldn't want to spend five seconds with her. <laughs> like I, she looks like right. yeah. trouble. You know, the, yeah, the biggest handful you could ever you think possibly so? she imagine. She doesn't drink. She seems like I don't know. Well, that's one strike. The she only red. She does smoke though. How many times she been over? Uh, How uh, does Mary? her skin look like that if she oh, smokes? If you have enough money, right? Yeah, stem cells. So. Oh my god! Blast you with and she may not true. smoke anymore, but she was definitely a smoker. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> I know these things. <laughs> what do you think of Jayla? Nah, she I smokes mean, cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't not kick her me. out of bed not for, for smoking. <laughs> uh, Andre also says, "I have a football question. If there is another Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson or Fred Guy, Debo Samuel in the draft in the upcoming years." Uh, does Bill get frightened by the Harry situation, or does he take a prospect like the ones I name if he sees Mac Jones getting better on a rookie contract? He, he just took one. Yeah. Like, Tyquan Thornton is a second-round pick. Yeah. Like, if there was any fear or trepidation about taking a receiver high, I mean, he just took one. That's why I never put too much stock in, like, well, they can never take another receiver from this school. Dumb. Or you can never take a cornerback from right. this school. or. 
You know, you can't be f- afraid. You can't do that. How you many need years? If you like I the mean, guy, they kept like, trying at wide, a tight end, and you know, Graham was okay, Watson was okay, but they weren't what they were hoping for. And then finally, they hit on Gronkowski. You can't give up. No. You got to keep going. Yep. And he had questions, but still, they took a chance on right. Him. Uh, let's get back to the Ace Ticket Hotline. Mike's in Braintree. Hey, Mike. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Grand. It's great to talk to you. I love the podcast, but I haven't been able to keep up lately. Uh, is it true that we picked up little Jordan Humphrey from the Saints? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, two months ago. That's great. I mean, I've been hearing a lot of people discussing how we don't have a true number one wide receiver, but we've got twos. We've got so many <laughs> Wait. number two wide receivers. What I don't understand what the concern is. I don't. I, I think you're overrating him a little bit. I don't know. I saw some of his highlights. I mean, he looks great. He's six foot four. They line him up in the slot. He has like I mean, what is it eighteen career catches. Well, yeah, with the Saints. Oh, I know a team that you know <laughs> can't move the ball on offense and throw the ball. Right. Drew Brees, you know the guy who everybody you know has spent the last two weeks telling me how wrong I am about. Yeah, he has uh, one of the best quarterbacks ever throwing the ball. I don't know. I see a lot of potential. I mean, big guys we don't get a lot in New England. I, I think this is something to be excited about. I, I didn't even know we had him. We got the well, that's the point. If, if <laughs> the, it, you know, it was a, it was a nothing move. That's why you didn't okay. hear about it. Let's let's do a quick little. I uh, mean, he's he, he's eighteen catches in his career. Yeah, I'm I'm going to look it up to. Just I, to I have I more I catches. I don't want to shortchange him. He's still young too. I mean, what is he? Twenty four. Yeah, he's little. Yeah. I yeah, I mean, we'll you know, I, I really see some big things. Okay. I'm really excited about this. Hey, I, I positivity. Are you as excited about Thornton? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that I'm more excited about Taekwon Thornton. Uh, I am yeah. more excited about Taekwon Thornton, yes. Yeah. yeah and Devontae Parker. Do you know that they signed Devontae Parker? I'm more excited about Devontae that, Parker as well. Yes. Yeah. Can we go around yeah. the room? He's Does little Jordan Humphrey make the team? Yes or no? No. 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 Yeah. No, uh, he, he doesn't. He doesn't make. I don't the think team. he has much of a shot to make. The but team. and that's a good thing because we have better guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got great guys, but I mean, uh, when you're talking about six foot four, that kind of potential. I know. I mean, they lined him up in the slot. I've seen some of his catches. He, he seems really good. I, well, it's hard, maybe it's hard to disagree. I mean, yeah, he's six four. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They say you can't teach speed, but you can teach speed. You can't teach. You can't, you you can't, can't make teach speed. Yep. All right, thanks, you can't Mike. Teach speed or size. All right, Mike. Or Weiss. the ability to play in the NFL if you don't have it. Little Jordan Humphrey. I like Mike. I like Mike. I think. I think yeah. he's he's the one that's going to probably put Paul into the grave. <laughs> I thought Fred was going <laughs> to like fall off the chair when he when he started. I didn't know if he was serious at first. I yeah, thought I thought first, he wasn't. I, was like, I got to be honest. I think he was. Be- I still think he was being a little sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, Ben's in Brooklyn. Hey, Ben. Hey guys, um, a, a quick game well, for you. Um, Sixteen so, catches. You know, yes. I believe you overestimated him. I believe that uh, offense and defense are somewhat interdependent, uh, particularly if you compare to say baseball, where you can't score if you're out in the field, right? Um, right. Yeah. So my question for you is: of the three phases for the Patriots, which phase do you think is most likely to improve this season, and which? Other phase will benefit from that. I'm I'm on record offense. I, I mean, I, I think that's an easy bet to make. You got most of the pieces back. I mean, there are questions, there are some movement going on, but you reinforce the depth. You've got everybody back. I mean, there's that's stuff gonna, to work with, and there. that's going to benefit the punting game because you don't have to as much. Yeah, 
I, I mean, I hope it. <laughs> I hope it is the defense. I would find it hard to 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 say that the defense isn't going to take some kind of a step back at least early this year as they try to figure out what they got. But I think offensively, I can I can talk myself into some optimism. That, but that but I'm I'm with you, Ben. But they are interdependent, and if your offense is clicking, it puts pressure on the other team's offense to keep up, and it takes a little pressure off your defense, you know, because you have a little hope. And uh, so I, I do believe – I agree with you. All, you know, they're all interdependent. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no doubt. It's tough yeah. on the offense when the defense doesn't force punts. Yeah. Well, what do you think about the special teams? I mean, uh, obviously the block kicks would be one thing you hope they could clean up. But um, yep. I, I don't have the stats, but it, it seemed like Bailey, you know, put a few balls into the end zone for a touchback at least in some key situations. So, you know, I don't know if that's something that they could clean up as well. And then if you, if your, if your defense, you know, doesn't defend from the 20, but you've got somebody pinned back at the five, you know, maybe that helps them. Yeah. I I think Bailey is getting an injury pass from a lot of people for last year. Um, So I I expect that they will be better, but I think you're right. The operation's got to be better. Mike thinks Jake Bailey's getting cut. (laughs) No, I, 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 well, based on how he was kicking it, you know, this spring, I think it'll be I. Right. Hey, I don't. I mean, I think you. I think he'll be fine too. But I don't dismiss anything. He that contract is still what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's the money is. And yep. I and I have a little bit of hope that the wheels don't just suddenly fall off the the the, the, the bus with with Nick Folk too. I mean, you've gotten a great two and a half years right. out of him. Surprisingly, how effective Thanks, he's been. Ben. You know, maybe not quite the long range weapon that that you, you might love to have. But you know, is he all of a sudden going to just kind of at 38, 39? Just yeah. Mm, it happens. He loses it. I mean, he hasn't even come close. He's been great, yeah. surprising, but I, 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 it's something to watch. Yeah. Paul just thinks. Sneaky, ne- sneaky negative. Just find another kicker. <laughs> well, if, if he's bad. Have your tackle play kicker. If he's, if he's bad, like if Mike is right and like the wheels fall off, yeah, yeah, then you just you find, a, find the next you find another guy. <laughs> you let this Viscaino yeah. guy yeah. who's who'll be here, right? They'll put him on the practice squad or something. Which, and, and that's why I wouldn't I wouldn't totally rule it out. I mean, I know he missed a bunch of extra points last year and, you know, had some struggles uh, with the Chargers. But, um, you know, I I, I just I, I wouldn't want to see a game get caught. Like, see Mac and, and the offense make some strides and the defense cobbles it together and, oh, we just need this. And, you know, he misses, like, a 35-yard field goal for the win. You know, like, I just don't want it to cost him. Like, it's fine if it happens. But and I that's my thing that I – you scoff at me, but that's – Tim, that's what kicking is. Like, it's not necessarily. Like, I think for the most part, all of the kickers generally make a similar percentage, but not all the kickers make every one of them when they have to. Nick Folk has made them all the right. last two years. You know, except early Tam- in the game, Tampa Bay. late in the game, uh, yeah. anywhere in between, he's made them all. But that's the killer: is when all of a sudden you miss one. Yeah, that costs you a game, and you that's what made that. Vinatieri great. He he missed a ton of kicks. You know, sometimes multiple in the same game. But when the money was on the line, man, he, he made them. Yeah. That's what makes him a Hall of Famer. And that's the vibe I get that would be kind of unforgivable here, missing the, the costing the team a win. Because like, we've make just been it, too spoiled. Yeah. Uh, John's in Duxbury. Hey, John. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I, I hope you're enjoying the heat. Uh, not really. It's I'm getting a little it. muggy in the uh, studio here. Alex, you are 100% right about uh, Frank Pepe's pizza. That's the best pizza I've ever had, and I've had a lot of pizza. I like Frank Pepe. John knows from pizza. It's good stuff. Uh, Paul. Sir. uh, 
everybody's talking about the defense being the weaker of the two, and I agree. But uh, what happens when one of those two tackles, uh, Wynn and Brown, get hurt? And you know they're going to get hurt because yep. neither one of them ever played a full season. Yep. Doesn't matter. They're just I tackles, mean, according to Paul. It is, it is a concern. I, yeah. Oh. It is a concern. Yeah, I, I, th- I, I, don't, I think that they lost two starters. They haven't replaced them. And now you're talking about, you know, trying to get by with two guys that aren't overly durable. And I don't know where the, the depth comes from. Yeah. To me, that's right. the worst part of football is you go and you say, oh, they're good here. They're good here. And Day two. You, you forget about injuries. Yeah. And you know there's going to be injuries. Yeah, so. I have some concerns about the offensive line. And yeah. For as much as yeah. I scoff I'm about offensive lines, I don't think that's going to make or break the season or anything like that. No, I, but well, yeah, I, I have some one concerns. Of the guys steps up, and then that way, uh, on when who can be the swing tackle, uh, which I, I, you know, I, I've got a lot more faith in him than Heron. I mean, Heron was good two years ago, but last year he kind of regressed. Yeah, well, when you kind of regressed last year too. I like the one you better at guard, and I think Mike has talked about this a lot. Right guard, yeah. um, I think, is a little bit more conducive to his size and skill set. Thanks, John. Uh, Dexter in Santa Rosa writes in, set aside reality and try not to roll your eyes when I present this question. If Mac Jones plays lights out and the Patriots shock the world and go undefeated and win the Super Bowl and go 20-0, and who would be more upset with that outcome? Tom Brady, Bart Scott, or every NFL franchise? <laughs> who would be more upset? Bart Scott. You think Bart, Bart Scott? Scott? Probably. Tom Brady would be magnanimous. Too. I, I I don't know how good he'd feel about it. Yeah. But Bart Scott like hates hates hates. Yeah. I think he'd be one, and Brady would be two. Sure. I don't yeah. think really. What about the Miami guys? They'd be frustrated. You know, Mercury Morris. How ah. would he feel? Oh, they yeah, oh, they wouldn't like one. it because of the undefeated. Right. Yeah. Is he still alive? No. Um, well, who's the guy that? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, who's the guy? <laughs> I that? I don't even know who's. <laughs> who's the guy that? Um, Mercury Morris was the guy that used to have the. The press conference. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still alive, isn't he? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, also, mark me amongst the Dead or Patri- Canadian. <laughs> mark me amongst the Patriots homers that think Tyquan Thornton will be our number one wide receiver this year with 1,080 yards, eight touchdowns, and we win the AFC East. Wow. Wowzers. I, that'd be crazy. Um, I just hope that, you know, from all this – like I, I'm less concerned with who and yeah, just, he's still with us and just what, <laughs> just what, like it doesn't matter to me if Nelson Aguilar is great this year or if he gets cut. Like I just I just want them to find the offensive pieces that connect with that that jive with Mac, and that they're able to be a be better than an average quote unquote offense. I think that they were last year, which was great. You know, rookie quarterback, I'll take it, but it needs to improve. I don't care who it is, and if it's Thornton, great. Because he's on a rookie deal, you know he's here for a while. That would be wonderful. But you know, if it if it ends up that it's Parker and Aguilar and Myers and you know a little bit of Bourne and those four are kind of the main guys, it is what it is. If they're moving yeah. the football, I'd never want to hear a defender say the Patriots are easy to defend. I you know that's I've never heard that before of this team, and I uh, yeah, never I mean, want to hear it again. I mean, I w- I just I would posit that at least. I know that, you know, they got a bunch of twos and threes, but I think that each guy has skill set that you have to consider, you know? Like, I think you have to consider if you've got a short outside corner matched up on Devontae Parker, that that might be a matchup issue for you. Uh, you know, if you have 
a slower corner, you don't have safety help on the side that Aguilar or Thornton is, that that could be a concern too. That, you know, if, if you have a, a not-so-savvy slot corner uh, in the middle going up against Bourne or Myers and isn't quite able to stick with them, you know, maybe that's a concern. I, I know individually nobody scares you, but you just hope – that the sum of the parts are enough to concern you that, all right, we, we're spread a little bit. Well, and above thin, all, you hope that Mac Jones can take advantage of all that. That's, that's, and yeah. that's the final cherry on top, that he, can, yeah. you know, that he can get it to the right guys and that those guys can you know, not just catch the ball but, but make plays with the ball, not you know, the thing that you guys know I hate of catch it and fall down. All right, let's, you know, like some, some catch and runs. That's why Christian like, when, we talk about <laughs> the, uh, when we talk about the RPO <laughs> stuff, you know, like – the quick hitters, like, you know, you got some speed with, with Thornton. Like, like, why not run some of those RPOs that Mac was so good with, you know, Thornton on the outside and boom, it's there. Let him catch it and, and see where he can end up, you know. Th- those are the kind of things I hope we, we start to see is just a concerted effort to get the hand, the ball in guys' hands and, and also, too, get the ball downfield. You know, I think that's what – I think Paul's made that point of, you know, stretching the field, challenging defenses yeah. deep and, and opening If it's going to be any them. different than last year, they need to do that. Because they're not going to be able to get by, you know, relying on all the the bad players on the other teams covering your guys. Like, at some point, you have to be better than the guy yep. that you're playing. Tyler and Natick, I have a game for you on this hot Thursday. I'll say a year, and you try to remember all four starting quarterbacks for the championship weekend. It'll be the year of the season, not the year that the games w- yeah. are actually played. Good. So Good. 2021 would be Burrow, Stafford, Mahomes, and Garoppolo. This game may be terrible, so feel free to skip if Paul's winning every time with these. <laughs> so who were the starting quarterbacks in the championship games in 2017? 17, so uh, Brady. Brady's won. Brady against, ja- against Jacksonville's guy there. What's his Bortles. name? Bortles. Bortles. And then the, the Foles. Foles. Right. And Ryan? Case Keenum. Oh, they, they beat Minnesota. <laughs> Uh, do we, do we want to continue with this? I took a shot. Do we want to continue NFC with this? The going to challenge me. But you, all right, 2014. Right. 14 was Brady. Brady yep. and Luck. <laughs> right. Who'd they play in the Super Bowl? Luck, Wilson, yep. and Rodgers. That's correct. Yeah. 2008. Oh, Big oh. Ben. Who? Roethlisberger, Warner. Yes. Uh, one of your guys. <laughs> one of your guys. Manning? No. Small school, smaller school. Flacco? Flacco. Oh. And then one more. You'll throw up when you hear it. Is it that? Who, who did? Oh, wait a minute. No, no. The Eagles. Oh, come on. Who did? Uh, who did You'll the throw Cardinals? up when you hear it. Who did the Cardinals? Oh, McNabb. McNabb. Yeah. Um, 2003. Who was he playing for at that point? The Eagles. Still? Eagles. Jeez. 2003 would be Brady, DeLome. <laughs> yep. I just go with the Super Bowl <laughs> matchup. Yep. And then work your way back. Yep. Uh, uh, they beat. Peyton. Who did they beat in the championship that year? They 03. Peyton, right? Yes. 03 was Peyton. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, and Carolina uh, beat in the McNabb. That That's ago. right. McNabb yeah. again. 96. Bledsoe. Ooh. Drew. Yep. Brunel. Brunel. Yes. Favre. 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 Yes. And who would the Packers have beaten that year? Steve Young? Collins. Oh, Carolina. Kerry Collins? I guess so. Good yeah. call, Mike. Yeah. Uh, 91. Oof. Oof. Jim <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> yeah. 
What year are you born, Alex? Ninety-one. Uh, <laughs> Mark Rippin. Rippin is the other. Wow, I, I'm out on this one. Say Phil Sims. No, our guy, Paul. Elway. Elway. Uh, and Kramer. Cosmo. Tommy Kramer. Yeah, I guess. Oh, wow. I like I like Tommy. Kramer. Last one. I, I like the '80s era going, Vikings yeah, for some reason. Last one. Eighty-five. Lost a lot of playoff games. Eighty-five. I certainly did. Eighty-five. Um, well, the championship game so was Eason. That's Eason right. Marino. Eason Marino. Marino. Yep. McMahon. Yep. And they beat Dieter Brock. That's correct. Wow. What? Dieter. Dieter Brock. That's a guy. CFL refugee. <laughs> That's correct. Wow. Um, let's see. Jason writes in in Barcelona. Can't listen live today. We'll catch up on the show later. Good luck with the weight loss journey, Fred. Have you tried the easy way and just ditch the carbs? Keep the meat, fat, and veg, but lose the potatoes, pasta. Eat two to three meals a day and cut out any snacks. My dad did this, reversed his type 2 diabetes, and lost 30 pounds in three months. The fats and proteins keep you satiated, and hunger isn't a problem after a pretty short time. The weight stays off as you become more insulin sensitive and keep the carbs pretty low. I say easy in quotes as we're surrounded by lots of addictive non-foods that can be very tempting. See, this is what I was saying last show. Yeah. yeah. Off, I'm just going to have Alex put together a, a I think nutritional I, I'll program make you for all, me. I'll do it. I think I could do that. Me? I, I just want to know what happens food. when you stop doing that. Yeah. Well, you don't have to stop doing that is the point. Yeah, but you will. Yeah. Like you, There's things in there that you will not want to do without the rest of your life. Unless no, but you have to. Yeah. But I, yeah, I but think I could live without s- starch. You could go without bread the rest of your life. Like I think so. I think that if your base Potatoes. diet is usually pretty good, and then once a week, once every two weeks, you have a plate of pasta, pizza, bread, that's cool. That's what I do. Like fries. I feel great. Like I'm cutting french fries out. Oh, like, come on. No way. Yeah. I did that a little bit have to have some in Cali, but it was reality. like eating like two cheeseburgers with no bun dinner every night like it was weird but i i did i drop i drop weight i mean egg whites and it's it was a like lot that was more easier Atkins to find really good healthy food now though but you know what is it is it i you know i was thinking about our conversation i was a tuesday mm-hmm. it's expensive to eat really well it is yeah depending on what you're getting you know like whole yeah. foods is a freaking oh, ripoff yeah. about aldi Oh, what is all amazing, yeah. amazing organic selections, grass fed. I don't even beef, know where it is. Very affordable. There's one on Route One right here in Walpole that just opened up. We've been, we've oh, been yeah? it up. It's good, it's good. good but it's stuff. it's hard and it's yeah. expensive to find, like to get all good, you know, whole. You said Whole Foods and all that stuff. You know? Did you see what Fred? What was the name of that um, that smoothie company? Um, smoothie. <laughs> they they send them to you. Harvest um, daily harvest. Oh, oh daily God. harvest. So I really like that. I I like those. And then somebody said, had all these recalls. check the sugar. You yeah, know, well that too. But they've had all these recalls too. Oh, really? Recently, where they like people they were, were putting people in the hospital. Is that people right? Were getting their yeah. intestines removed. They yeah. had a dish with lentil. This is my just. I just did the. I just did the smoothie. Just don't do prepackaged food. It's filled with fillers. Yeah. Crappy oils, canola oils, vegetable. Everything has canola and vegetable oil, and it's like. Why don't they use olive oil? It's too expensive. Avocado oh. oil, olive oil, tallow. The, it's more expensive than just canola oil, and they feed us like cattle. It's so disgusting. Um, ben writes in from. Oh, Brendan writes in from Clinton, Connecticut. Love the show, even when you talk about soap. 
Uh, the last few shows, Drew Brees has been mentioned. Do you think the greatest, the general public rates Brees as underrated due to his fantasy value? When he was in his prime, he was one of those quarterbacks you wanted to have on your roster. He p- played with such a bad <laughs> defense for so long, they were always chasing points. He is a great quarterback, but in my opinion, not in the greatest of all-time conversations. You're probably right. I think that's a good fantasy pump them up. I absolutely think yep. uh, skews yeah. opinions. Yep. Yep. Uh, and from Tuesday's show, if I could go to dinner with any three athletes, it would be John Daly. Dennis Rodman and Mike Tyson because the stories would be insane. I was driving home on Tuesday. Yeah, if you can understand what they're saying. I drove home on Tuesday kicking myself for not saying John Daly. (laughs) John Daly. Now, he's a guy I'd like to play a round of golf with. I'd like to play golf with John Daly. Yeah. I'd have no interest in Dennis Rodman whatsoever. No. He's too out there. But, like, that's not why. I just don't find him all that interesting. to, like, read and be like, wow, this guy's crazy. I don't know how I would keep up a conversation with someone like Dennis Rodman. Yeah. So how is like North, North Korea? Korea? Right. Like <laughs> so, Kim Jong-un, what's that? going on with that? Uh, just a quick thing, Fred, um, for everybody out there, the training camp times will be announced today at 2 p.m. So oh. people can be on the lookout if you're making plans for next week to come check it out. Check Wednesday, it Thursday, out. Friday, Saturday, we'll, uh, we'll have yep. times coming up. Always check Patriots.com the morning before you make your trek just in case there's any changes or weather or anything like that. You know, before you head out in the station wagon with the kids. Uh, <laughs> do you know what a station wagon is, Alex? <laughs> the yeah. Fam- the okay. family truck store. My neighbor had a Audi station wagon. <laughs> okay. For a long time. That sounds nice. Bougie. Yeah. They were bougie. She was a lawyer. Oh. Yeah. I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Uh, David in Bethlehem grew up in Peabody, he says, so maybe Paul hey. will be interested about Oops. embarrassing sports stories. The Y used to run a summer camp with some overlapping help from Boy Scout counselors who sometimes had camped with boys over weekends. There was a natural rivalry between Y and Boy Scout counselors and their groups. One Monday, it was hot, and a day group counselor bought a watermelon for his troop. He had a shouting match with another counselor over who was supposed to buy what, and custody of the watermelon was disputed. The (laughs) The counselor locked it in his car and rewarded his parched boys with warm, slightly rancid watermelon. (laughs) On the way home... It started to thunderstorm, and the counselor insisted that the eight boys roll the windows up. One boy in the back was so well toilet trained that he didn't poop all weekend. The watermelon uh, and rolled up window and rolling dirt roads worked magic. The poor kid pooped his pants. It rained even harder. First one boy, then another started vomiting. The counselor told the kids to open the windows, but the damage had been done all over the car. Wow. 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 Now, I got a feeling that one of those people were him, right? (laughs) I would assume. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. He didn't want to. He doesn't say who, which person he was, but yeah. That's a good one. That is disgusting. (laughs) You know, because the kid's sitting there with poop in his (laughs) pants and you've got rolled up windows and then. Everyone's throwing up around him. Oh, my my God. God. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. What we used to put these poor kids through. Yeah. We loved it and we made it. Imagine that. Built character. (laughs) We loved it. Uh, Katina. Now they all would have gotten a prize. <laughs> Katina in Houston. Frank, Frank right. What does a poop your pants trophy look like? Anyway? The, <laughs> the disapproving liberal sneer <laughs> I just got from Fred. I a girl pooped her pants during a track meet once. 
Oh, that happens well, a lot. Doesn't that happen a lot in competition? Yeah. In like high school, distance West, running. All, it was like the Western Mass or the D1 championship. I just remember watching a girl do the two mile. And like yeah. respect to Long her because distance. she was first she kept or going. second. Yeah. She, and she came in Uda first won a marathon. Yeah, Uda Uda Pippig, she pooped Uta. herself. But it was like running down her leg. No. Yeah. Oh, the poor yeah. girl. Like, But you're in high school. That's mortifying. Oh, it is. from another school. Oh, the slightest little thing win? that happens. Did she win? She came in first or second. All right, good. Well, yeah, went to New England. So it's worth it for her. Came in second, poop your pants. She competed, so aren't we all winners? <laughs> I mean, come on. Katina writes in, I have a very important question for Deuce. Uh-oh. I was curious if he had any insights on Bill's socks. I noticed last <laughs> year he started using crew socks instead of his usual ankle socks. Yeah, that's a subscription only on the socks. We'll give you the, the hoodie stuff for free, but call. You know, we got to You got to plus up. Just give it away. We got to plus up. Just give it away, Deuce. Good call. The undies. I mean, we got it all on there. Just uh, you know, check my Patreon. and uh, Plus it up. It. Uh, I was wondering if maybe he was trying to change his style to be more relatable to the younger kids who seem to prefer taller <laughs> <Yeah>. socks. <laughs> After all, we know he's always playing chess, not checkers. Yeah. Um, think there is any information we can pick up from his preseason outfits? I'm just curious. And yes, I pay attention to Bill's socks. It's how I recognized him in Paris. You guys are all the best. Socks in Paris. Wow, you saw him in Paris. Bill gets around. He says, so and that is socks are interesting to me because when I was a kid, this is going to be great. No, when I was a kid, like you either wore the stupid up to your knees, or you wore the crew, the the sh- yeah. you know the Anchor calf. Ones. Yeah. This, this, you know Mid-cap. what they wear now. Yeah. You wouldn't be seen dead in those. No, what ankle socks? Yeah, yeah. no, not ankle socks. The, the, the ones that, you know, just like regular ones. Regular oh, socks. You're not even talking about ones with like the little ball that hangs out. You no, know, no, no, ones? no. That's a <laughs> th- th- those are like women's <laughs> tennis yeah, socks, right? The pom poms. You wear with you wear with your tree twins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but no, I'm talking about the ones that come halfway up your yeah. leg. The shit. So you're either all the way. Yeah, like when I was a kid. Boys would not wear those. Oh no! Everybody wore them up to their knees. Right, tube socks. Right, that tube came sock. all the way up. Right, that seems. Hot. But now, like everybody wears the the yeah the halfway. Show off the ankles a yeah. little more. Sexy oh. calves. In the summer too, you would put your money in your sock. Oh, because right, well, you didn't you have you didn't have pockets. Shorts didn't have I pockets. Think the back NBA then. made the mid caps big. Yeah, Nike came out with those Nike Elite socks. Yeah, and then like if you played basketball, you had to. Have so you those. think the NBA is the socks trendsetter? Well, I think the NBA does a lot of that trendsetting. Yeah, yeah. because remember, like for a while, Michigan came out with the long shorts. Yeah, and then everybody they was were the wearing first long ones. shorts, right? Yeah, but now and like, black socks. Now like the short shorts again. are coming back up yeah. again a little. You know, I find it hard, Alex. What, what like? In a, in a, let me ask you a little man fashion. Like, what do you like? Guy wearing shorts. What What, what do you like down below? I, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I mean, it's a shoes and what? socks company. I need, I need more, I need more Pepsi after that question. And <laughs> do the curtains match chair. the rug? <laughs> and, 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 and wow, Fred! And Deuce needs a trip to I HR. Mean, like, what kind of socks do you like? Do you own sneakers? Okay. Do you not want to see a guy's I feet? I respect I that. You if you want to see guys' toes, because there was or, a time yeah. where guys would wear like chino shorts and a nicer shirt, mm-hmm. and then like nice canvas sneakers. And then would have like mid caps on, yeah. and they just looked like a high school. And kid. color too. Can we talk color of socks? Like, is that like what is it? Like, can you wear black socks with sneakers now, or what, they have to be white or gray? No, you can wear dark socks with sneakers. Yeah, that's yeah. okay now. As long as they're sports socks, not dress socks. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, they can't be the thin. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, dress socks with sneakers. Ooh. Oh yeah. That's I would bad. say. Like a nice sneak. What would you like? Like a nice, uh, a nice sneaker, maybe with like a nice new. Well, sneaker. you know what I hate. I don't want to think about the sock. I don't want to notice your sock. I just yeah. want to see your sneakers are clean and that's it. I know what guys. A lot of guys wear these, especially preppy. 
But that same outfit you talked about, like the nice chino yeah. pa- shorts, yeah. Bermuda and shorts, like boat shoes, and, and, and uh, but boat shoes, but but when they while. wear the yeah. leather yeah. loafers yeah. with yeah. no socks, no socks. I, I can't stand yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's a big right. hockey player. Like, yeah. like type. Hey, of I a wear, lot of guys wear that. I'll wear boat shoes, but I don't wear them with no socks. I have the the little socks that you can't see. The right. Show ones. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. the little pom pom hanging out. It's not hygienic. Hanging out, Deuce. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not Gabriella Sabatini. I mean, you got you you lessen the life of your shoe or sneaker. If you wear it without socks, oh yeah, oh you're done, you know? you're done, yeah. and you're not, and you're not taking them off indoor around any yeah, other human being, yeah, you know. But but I'm glad I brought it up because it's such a like one of those things. Where I'm like, does this work? I don't really care, but I still would like to know. Well, I follow this guy on Twitter, George Hahn, and he like talks about men's fashion. Like yeah. it's like guys, you know, if you're at the pool or at the beach, that's fine, but lose the flip flops. Nobody wants to see your toes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm kind of on that too. I, yeah. I mean, as someone with long. Long bony toes. Do you I have, do you have the toe them. where the, the the toe next to your big toe is longer than the big yeah, toe? <laughs> yeah, and it's like kind of skinny and like bent. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't wear a lot of flip flops, but I don't really find it anything wrong yeah. with it. I know a lot of people who do. It doesn't bother me. No. Yeah. A lot of women do. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, is yeah. that okay? Because you you know women's feet. Because women take care of their yeah, feet. Yeah, women yeah. Take care they of have they pedicures. have pedicures. I put my feet against yeah. anybody. Really? You got good feet, Paul? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Rex Ryan told you. <laughs> I do. Yeah. The first time Lane saw my feet, she was like, "Ooh, crab toes." And I was like, "Oh, now I'm also kind of yeah, crab, you know, and kind fungus, of that, kind of that crabby, yeah. you know." So I, I keep them. I keep them. Keep yeah. them contained. The only thing that bothers me slightly is the noise that. Yeah. Yeah. The flip flops. That's why they or hence the, the name, <laughs> or the squish okay. or the flop, like sand, you know the sandals. And yeah, it bugs me. Like, like I know you guys made fun of me at my party that we used to have, but I would wear socks. With I would sandals? wear sandals with socks, and I I don't care what they look like. It's very comfortable, <laughs> and it's what kind of sandals? What kind of sandals yeah. though? Like echo the slides? Like, e- no, echo san- leather. Not, echo not, sandals. Yeah, not, not slides. Not like yeah. Tevas. Echo not slides. And and it's very cool. Temperature wise and very sanitary and comfortable, and I don't care but what I, anyone says. I will says. tell you, all of the kids wear slides and With they socks. wear socks. socks. Oh, that's yeah. a sports thing. They all do. You it. Yeah. take your cleats off and you put your, you know, you go into your but slides. My little cousin Jonathan, we were in, in the Cape for the week of the fourth, and this kid, he's like eleven, and did not take his socks off the whole time we were on the boat. That's my son. Same thing. I'm like, we're walking out to the beach, and I'm like, buddy, you going socks and sandals? Like, we, we're doing this. Still keeping it going. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the weekend is starting yeah, his start uh, rehearsal. Oh, the weekend <laughs> is upon us. Yeah, the, the bass is rocking the place. Uh, one more email, then we'll call it a show. Uh, Lucas is from Rhode Island, uh, Bristol. Well, he's originally from Bristol. Um, started right be- being a fan right before the Chargers game this year as a listener. Uh, but I go to school in Rochester, New York. Um, the last few years, I've grown exhausted of Bills Mafia, who are only just beginning to experience success. Many of my roommates are Bills fans, so thankfully my Patriots fandom has only grown since making my way up here. My question is, are there any fan bases you guys aren't big fans of? Um, Jets. Yeah, I mean, I'd say generally. Are there any Jets fans? My best oh, yeah. friend is a Jets season ticket holder and she used to always bring me to the Patriots game at MetLife I've been harassed yeah. so hmm. much just minding my own business but wearing a Brady jersey and yeah, yeah. Oh, jerseys not really They're minding mean. your business then. <laughs> uh, I, I, fair touche I, I just I, I just like to say though I think I think I don't like to really talk about fan bases as like they're the worst. Like I think every fan base has terrible fans and great fans, and 
it's hard to say specifically like oh that fan base is worse like everybody's got their terrible ones no and that's exactly part of it too like there's terrible people in every fan base that are gonna but you know generally i think most fans like their sport, want to root for their team. They like their give team, each other and inherently that bothers you. I right? loved yeah. how like, Eagles fans acted during their Super Bowl run. They were just degenerates and were oh so yeah. mean to the Minnesota fans. I thought it was Well, great. you should have seen when the Patriots played the Eagles in Jacksonville and we won. Like, Eagles fans were just accosting Patriots fans after the game. I love After that. the game. Yeah. I mean, Eagles fans do kind of, I think, have their own reputation as, you know, yeah. throwing snowballs at I would Santa. say Dallas. <laughs> Dallas kind of bugs me. Yeah. It's a lot of Cowboys fans. Yep. Yep. Uh, he also says, Lucas, uh, I've recently decided to change my major from accounting to journalism due to my interest in podcasts like PU. It's my dream to one day go toe to toe. financial move there. One day it's my dream to go toe to toe with Paul in an argument on air sometime soon. So my second question would be, do you guys have any tips on building my skills up to hopefully make a career of it? Study up, son. (laughs) Anything would help as I have not yet started my journalism degree. Go onto YouTube and do self-teach, self-learn, like, the entire Adobe Premiere, like, Creative Suite. Mm, Or the Adobe Creative Suite. Yeah, I think if you know how to use Photoshop and Illustrator and... Um, the editing, what's the editing one? Uh, Premiere. Premier, Premier, yeah. yeah. I mean, those, I mean, I just, I mean, as somebody who created their own website and just kind of did it because I wanted to do it, there's ways to do it. You know, get out there. I'm going to tell my son that. Read good writers. Yeah. Read everything. Read Develop your own voice. Develop thing. your own opinion. You know, don't just get Be, to a point where you parrot what other people say. Yeah. Watch it. Come up to your Be own Be curious and hone your skill. If you yeah. want to write, write. Yeah. There's no other way to go about it. If you want to be yeah. on the radio, Start have a podcast. Yeah. Start it's your own. Than you just ever do it now. It if is. you have the drive and like, just start a YouTube channel. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I like regret going to college. I don't, but I, I do. Well, that's why I'm like, don't major in journal. Keep that accounting. <laughs> like, keep that as like your fallback, so you know what you're doing with all your money, and then just just write. Like, yeah, you know, if you're really passionate about it. Especially nowadays, journalism yeah, ethics right. have there completely <laughs> left the building. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's going to be it for this edition of. Patriots Unfiltered. I hope everyone has a good weekend. It's the last one we have uh, for a while. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. We'll have a show on Tuesday. Star Wars show? Yeah. Wednesday's show will be a live show starting at around 930. Uh, We'll we'll get that on Patriots.com. But we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.